Captain Controversy is here. The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. Ian Lee joins us. Uh, he'll be here after the news at 10. And uh, one of the people who... Why are you wearing shorts, by the way? Because it's... I nearly, did, I nearly, I nearly w- uh, wore shorts. Today. Don't wear shorts. It's hot. What? Yeah, I don't know, but it's, it's hot. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, 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 no, no, don't. It's fine. It's yeah, hot. It's, it's, so I'm it, wearing it, shorts. It's, it's hot. hot. It's hot. You spelt Bruce Lee. He says he's a Bruce Lee fan. They've spelt Bruce Lee wrong. Look. Oh, that's, that's Ash. being a little bit racist there. A little bit uh, Chinophobic. Uh, no, it's is wrong, it? isn't oh, it? Oh, have I been... Is that Chinophobic. Oh, no. Uh, it's, it's is that Because you don't know what you've... I've probably done something really bad now. <laughs> the last three hours. Let's just... Let's put that to the judge. Yeah, well, we'll just have to sort that you out. You liked him and exit yeah. the dragon, enter the top. Did he enter? Oh, <laughs> you said so, you said something enter. that made me laugh earlier on. Oh no, I was about Cher. Oh right, oh, yeah, she's, yeah. she's still yeah. bashing him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now she is. I've heard that. I have heard. That. I'm going to see Cher in October. I Seeing know. Bob Dylan, Neil Young on Friday. Know, yeah. Seeing Kiss Amazing. tomorrow. At H- Hyde Park. Correct. Are you going to Hyde Park? Yes. All those people. Golden Circle. James, right. Mark, you sat in a tree, didn't you? And you watched the Rolling Stones smoking in a doobie. Smoking I didn't a big fat doobie. Sit in a tree. I was sitting on the grass, not in a tree. He's smoking he the grass. He changed his story. In, uh, but there's no, never, no he was smoking story. grass in a tree wearing a, a hoodie. Last week. Yeah, last 1969, week. the Stones concert in Hyde Park. Yep. I was there. Someone with the, the the box of butterflies yeah. that were all where dead. we where where he was wearing the white kind of like pajama set. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. In fact, we have a guest on talking about that tomorrow. I have oh, got right. somebody I'm going to be talking to in the next week or so who's uh, who's Therapist. done a lot. No, well, that's tonight. Yes, um, who's done quite a lot on the Brian Jones uh, death. Oh, yeah. the murder! I like to call it the murder. Well, this friend of mine uh, did a whole lot on a documentary about this. Never got aired. Oh really? Never got oh, because they don't want you to know. And he yeah. has uh, interviews already done, which were done oh, years ago with uh, yeah. all sorts of. When's people. he coming in? But I can't tell you any more about it now. Ian's next. Oh. Ooh. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Here we go, last show of the week from us, guys. Well, Wednesday, I know. Ah, you see, that monitor is working on you. Can you say something, Catherine, to the Hello, I'm checking the monitor. Two, two, zoot, zoot, zoot. Right, start the show. You start the show. Hello, you're listening to the Late Night Alternative. I'm Catherine Boyle. Ian Lee is adjusting the cameras because it's a radio show and you need to be able to see it. Keep talking. I need you to be And uh, you can phone us about anything. Uh, we'll have a little chit-chat, chit chit-chat club. Uh, but you can call us about anything you like at all. And the phone number to ring is 0344-499-1000. And the deal is you give us a ring, Amy will ring you back, and it will cost you next to nout. 0344-499-1000 is the number to call, and you can discuss whatever you fancy. Ian Lee. Boom! Um, let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Mark. Hi, Kath. Yep. Why are you not on tomorrow night on Friday? Uh, because I'm uh, having it away with your mum. On Thursday, Friday, your dad's getting a seeing too. Hey, hey, me dad not well, you know. Well, I'll sort him out. You guys got his covenant spluttering. His coconuts what? He's coughing and spluttering. He's com- co- he's incontinence what? No, he's coughing and he's spluttering. He's co- he's a coughing and a spluttering. It sounds like an old rock and roll number by, well, uh, by the, he- by, uh, fake rock and rollist Bill Haley. Well, he went to the doctor, but they say he's got an infection. Doctors, 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 doctors. What do they know about anything apart from medicine? I went to the doctors today to get the results from my, uh, tests. The test I they did. Know. Shut up! The test they did gave me for pancreatic cancer. I went and saw the doctor to get the results for my test for pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And she went, oh, no, they've not done, uh, what are you talking about? These, these blood, res- blood tests aren't for pancreatic cancer. I said, well, what are they for? She said, I don't know. I'm not your actual doctor. I said, I know you're not. You're the first appointment I could get to see my actual doctor would have taken three weeks. You've got the results there. What do they say? She said, here's the thing, Alan. She then got the results and she typed them into like a kind of doctor's Google, a special Google for doctors. She typed the results of my blood test into a special Google for doctors. And she went, well, your bones are okay, your kidneys are okay, your liver's okay. I said, have I got pancreatic cancer? She said, I can't tell from these. They didn't do a pancreatic cancer test. So, I have to go for another blood... I got a little bit angry in there. Rightfully so, I got angry in there. So, I've got to go for another blood test on Friday, and then in the next week or two, I have got to go and have a colonoscopy. Is that where they stick the camera up above? I've had it before. 16 centimetres of camera, that's length, not width, up my jacksy. And I've had it before, and it's all right. I mean, it's all right. The, the, it's not great. The worst thing about it is that you have to, well, last time I went, I had to squirt a special brew up my bottom, but people are telling me you have to drink mm-hmm. it now. You have to drink a special brew that um, just evacuates, you, you sit on the toilet for two hours. Everything comes out of your a-hole. My granddad had that and he said they should have given him a pair of running spikes and some extra cold toilet paper. Oh boy, oh boy, I've had it before and it ain't fun. So it completely empties the bowels. It completely. And part of me is thinking, because I said to the doctor, well, here's the thing. The only test that came back with something was the my stool sample. They said my my numbers should be like about 50. If they were 300, it could be really serious. But my numbers are 110. They said it should be between 0 and 50. My numbers are 110. And I said, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I, I haven't got I've, got, I've got pancreatic cancer? No, no, no. It's probably not pancreatic. 
pancreatic cancer, but we'll get the blood test to, to, to find out. It could be bowel cancer. She said it could be bowel cancer. Well, well, going, going from bad to not quite as bad, just because, but she said, she said it could be bowel cancer. I'm going, thanks a lot, doctor. I got quite angry in the doctor's, uh, not studio, surgery, isn't it? I got quite angry in there because they really jerking my chain. Oh, yeah. And we pay taxpayers money for our health service. We should have been free of charge. And this is what the Conservative government wants to do. But we'll pump, pump the point up and make more people pay for it. Excellent point, well made, Alan. Thank you very much indeed. I the think best what luck we're to missing there is a little bit of bedside manner. What's uh, going on? Uh, not the king of bedside manner. And why did you get angry? I tell you, why I got angry because I was. I got a phone call last week telling me at quarter to six to phone the surgery because my results are in. When I phoned the surgery, the surgery was was closed. I phoned the next day and they said, "Oh no, a doctor's going to call you tomorrow." and no one has called me. That's why I got a little bit angry. I don't think I've got bowel cancer, but it just, it just really people. Also, I went in, the doctor went, yeah, what can I do for you? I said, you've got the, my results. Uh, yeah, what's the problem? I said, you've not read the... Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know what these tests are for, so I can't really help you. What a world we live in. What a world we care. What a... Oh, I forgot to bring my guitar. So we're going to go and see Kiss tomorrow. Um... Name your top five Kiss songs, Katarina Boyle. Crazy, 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 crazy and nights. Okay, we're going to hear a little bit of each one uh, uh, as you um, announce it. Okay, here we go. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is uh, song number one. Not a song I'm convinced, they might not play this song. What? Because when I've seen them in makeup, they don't play non-makeup songs. I could be wrong, but, um, wow! Goes like that. Here we go. Oh, I've turned the volume off. That's why you can't hear it. Hang on. It's, it starts with, wow! There we go. Woo! woo! It's a woo! Not a wow. I apologise. It's a woo. W-O-O instead of W-O-W. Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. Here we go. People try to take my soul away. Right? Ready? You know what the... Do you know what the next line is? Something, something, what they all say. Yeah, yeah. But it's an important bit before that. Um, I like to lick... Uh, what they all say no. with my big tongue. But I don't hear the rap that they all say. Whoa, yeah! Okay, kiss song number two that you know, Catherine. I was made for loving you, baby. Oh, the disco song. Yeah. Let's let's see if it's there. I apologise, it's not ooh yeah, it's mmm yeah. Let's hear that again, Paul Stanley. Ladies and gentlemen, humming by Paul Stanley. Mm, yeah. Song number three of the five that you know. Okay. Uh, no, you, go- you just Googled them. <laughs> you just Googled them. Show me your screen. Show me. No, no, you've closed the window. You've closed the window. We're not playing that game. You've closed the window. <laughs> Cannot. Can I do know that one. Well, you don't. You, you, you were look, twittering it. We know it's a non-sustainable you lifestyle. You were twittering it or you were Googling it. I was it, not. And that is outrageous. I was not. I was not. Oh, Windy. 03444991000, the phone number. So today is like the end of term for us. This is our summer, it's our summer holidays. We're, we're in Mufti's wearing shorts. Wearing shorts, I don't care. Uh, we're back on Monday, though. So, I mean, some, some, I'm now toying with the idea. I'm, I'm feeling very devil may care. Mm-hmm. 
And I did a great bit of, I mentioned this on Twitter, great bit of therapy work to get inside the old noggin. My therapist said, uh, someone that you're very angry with, right? Why don't you write them a letter? Don't send it. Oh, no. Okay. Write them a letter. Dear Kath. Uh, <laughs> he said, no, don't put the word dear at the start. He said that because you Horrible won't be Kath. He said, write a letter. And just get, just get everything out. And I was like, geez, homework. I've written a homework. All right, man. Yeah, sure, fine. And I sat there this morning. I just sat there. I went on Twitter a little bit. And then I went on eBay a little bit. And then I went, shh. All right, I'll start. So I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh, this is a tough thing to write. You have made me feel... Was eight pages later, wow. eight pages of UFNC and my oh God, you've done what? Oh, eight pages. I thoroughly recommend everyone does it. I, I would suggest you have someone you can read it to and kind of deprogram yourself with because it brings up brings up a lot of stuff, man. But I wrote like eight pages and I, I hand wrote it. I hand wrote it and I've got I've not handwritten for a long time and I got I got hand cramp. Uh, but I hand wrote a letter. It was very, very cathartic, and I shall read it out to Chip uh, on Monday. Monday session is going to be me reading a letter. If I can read my handwriting, because the handwriting is uh, is is very poor. My handwriting is terrible. One of the, one of my great embarrassments in life. You know, I'd, if I, it, it, I would be more, I, I would be more embarrassed to show an example of my handwriting publicly than the stuff I announced last week. Really? Oh, God, oh, God, yes. I think your writing's fine. No, 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 because you only see me write block capitals. You don't see my, my joined up writing. Oh, right. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's, it's the, the writing of a, uh, of a child. Um, but so, uh, I did that. Why was I telling that? There was a reason I was telling. Oh, anyway. So, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling tonight. I'm feeling. How am I feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Oh, this is it. Oh, this is what, this is, this is what I was saying. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Um, so, I've written this thing, and yeah. I'm, I'm now feeling a little bit devil maker, as I say, laissez-faire, je ne sais quoi. Loosey-goosey. There we go. And I've splashed out a bit recently. I'm a single guy. But I've also been buying things. For example, I bought that. I've got the, the tumble dryer, and I have got the washing machine. They're coming tomorrow. A lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's hardly a Ferrari that you're going to put in a swimming pool, is it? I've got a new hammock because my last hammock broke, and I've got some garden furniture coming, which is great news, everybody. But then, but then I got talking to a guy on Facebook who's helped me out with some of my record releases, uh, and I just, and I just said to him, I'm thinking I might come out to California at some point. He said, hey, Come to Monterey at the end of August. Michael Nesmith, formerly one of the Monkees, is doing a big concert and a couple of people that you'd like. Henry Deltz is going to be there. Famous photographer. Google him. Come and hang out. Come and, come and sit. And part of me, I started going, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do that. And he's messaging me on Facebook. And while he's doing it, I'm going to Expedia going, right, flights to Monterey. 680 quid return. Okay. So part of me is thinking, I might just go to Monterey at the end of August. I might go to Monterey and, and see a concert and live, live life. Live. I might go and live. Forget, um, bloody garden furniture. Forget, forget tax. Forget, uh, work. Well, the thing is, I could actually do the radio show from there as well. You see? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could do the radio show 
from there as well. So, I might go to Monterey. If anyone's been to Monterey or Monterey, uh, could you let me know, is it worth going? And also, would you mind giving me a few hundred pounds towards going? Thank you. Oh, three, four, it's going to be one of those shows tonight, guys. Oh, three, four, four. Oh, and I've got a trapped nerve in my face. So, everybody, just keep an eye out. I can't control when it happens. Sometimes it's a small one. Sometimes I can see it. It's on my right cheek and sometimes my right eye. It jumps out so much. That I see it. I have a trap nerve here. Of course, now we're talking about it. Now we're drawing attention to it. It isn't going to work. I've had it for the last few hours. Am I going to die? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Tamata Tulipuka, Kabikimonga, or an Okupoka when a Wakatanata, who Matakuita and Nurukawa Mikitora. Tamata Wakatangi Hani Kuwe, Tamata Tulipuka, Kabikimonga, or an Okupoka when a Wakatanata, who Matakuita and Nurukawa Mikitora. Tamata Wakatangi Hani Kuwe, Tamata Tulipuka, Kabikimonga, or an Okupoka when a Wakatanata, who Matakuita and Nurukawa Mikitora. I got a feeling that was on LBC. Imagine. Imagine if um, Ian Dale or James O'Brien started doing that. Let's go to a um, uh, friend of no one. It's Dion. Hello, mate. Hello, Dion. That's things. Uh, yeah, I've got to have a camera shoved up my jack seat, and I've just come out as bisexual. Apart from that, everything's great, mate. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. I was in hospital last week. But... Back to you. <laughs> why is it so? Why is it so hissy? Are you calling us from uh, a wind-up gramophone? No, no, no. At all, no. Okay. Very hissy, then, is it? Very hissy, then. Very hissy. Okay, let's see if I'm. Scan a bit better. Yeah. Is that better? You're louder, but it's still hissy. <laughs> Remember in the old day, old days, you'd get that handset and you give it a whack. You give it a whack a few times, and that would <laughs> that would fix things. How did that? For, was it lo- loose wires? How did that fix? I don't know. I remember you used to bang the receiver on the edge of the cabinet, wherever it was. Yeah. yeah. What can we do for you, Dion? Yeah, I've just been reading something in tomorrow's papers about French. You did what? Reading something in tomorrow's papers. What? what you, you're a time traveller? No, but if you go online, you can get tomorrow's oh, papers. Oh, all right. So you're looking at um, a, a news website online. You're not reading tomorrow's papers? No, a website. Right, okay. Yeah, the, okay, yeah, well. the mail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. It's a great website if you uh, want it, to... It's almost... The, the, the only website dirtier than the Daily Mail is the uh, Talk Radio Facebook page. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just picking up on the news. But they're on about in France. If you're... They're going to bring a lorry. If you're caught using a mobile in your car while you're driving... Yeah, they're going to shoot you. They're going to ban you. Yeah. And... I think it should be like that in this country. Right. If you're actually using a mobile. Yeah, I think you should, I think you should have your, I, I think you should have your ears chopped off. How's that, how's, uh, hang on, I've got a phone call, hang on, let me get that. 
Hang on, where's my phone? Hey. Hello? No, it's mine. Oh. Hang on a minute. Sorry, I'll ring off in a minute. Go and get it. Problem. Could be someone interesting. No, it's on my mobile. It's not. No, it is not yeah. interesting okay, whatsoever. Well, we'll just wait for it to stop ringing because we can't hear you. There you go. It stopped. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Um, Didn't want to answer it. Yeah, right I now. mean... Chop their oh, ears off. Chop up, their please. ears off and spit in the hole. That's what I do to the scumbags. <laughs> Nick, Nick Knowles will be first on my list. Nick Knowles. <laughs> Chop his right. leg off and spit in the hole. That's what I would do, seriously. These guys are scum. I saw a guy the other day doing a Skype call uh, while he was driving. I saw another guy. It's always guys. I've never seen a woman. Never seen a woman using a mobile phone while she's driving. So it's always guys. I saw a guy watching a movie. Watching a movie whilst driving along. So while well, I was I driving, what I did was I snuck up beside him when I was driving and I filmed him. Well, good on you. So what I'm thinking, I mean... <laughs> They, they bring laws out in this country. <laughs> That's a very clever joke. You know, they yes. did big and hard, like they did with carrying a knife in Blair's days. You in know, in like Blair's days? Blair's days. Blur's? Yeah. So what, we're Blur and Oasis? <laughs> yeah, if you want. I'm trying to be serious. I don't but, know what you're saying. In Blur's days, they banned carrying knives. Blair. Oh, Blair. Like in, um, yeah. look at each other and go, Blair. Yeah. What's that reference from, Catherine? Uh, mallet's mallet. Well done. Word association yeah. game, mustn't pause, mustn't hesitate. Yeah, otherwise you get a bashing head like this. Or like that. Look at each other and go, bleh, bleh. Yeah. But the thing is, we... <laughs> our governments try and be hard, saying we're bringing this law out and that's it. What? But they never stick with it. What? Hang on, what law have they brought out that they haven't stuck with? Nice crime. Right, what was the law they brought out? Um, you get carried once, you get told off. Get carried twice, automatic pris- imprisonment. You get caught a third time, uh, book close, you're in. For good. Well, uh, no, no, you don't be in for good. Well, life. No, you, well, I, did they make, did they actually make that a law? Well, I don't know, but he was ranting and raving. Right, okay. Well, I, yeah. Here's the thing, here's the thing. We don't know if they actually made it a law or not. I don't know, it was three stripes, wasn't it? Yeah, but we don't know if that was made a law or not. Well, he just said it in his manifesto when he was running. It got talked about, but we don't know if it was made a law or not. Hello, Rebecca. If it wasn't made a law, then they can't enforce the law. Well, maybe they should have put it through Parliament and the House of Lords and made it a law. Yeah, but it's not... I don't think it's that easy to make laws. No, because everybody's scared that they won't win the next. Well, no, no, no. Because putting... No, because... The only people, right, if, I, if I'm the Prime Minister, right, and I make a law saying, right, if you've got a knife once, you get told off, you've got a knife, get found carrying a knife twice, you get a year in prison, carrying a knife three times, you're going to serve the rest of your life in prison, right? The only people, who are the only people that are, are not going to vote for me in the next general election? Exactly. No, 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 that's not the answer. What's the answer? <laughs> who, are the, who are the people that, are, if I make that law, that are not going to vote for me? Well, I would say people who don't want people carrying knives. Or who no, do? No, it, no. The, it, the people who won't vote for that law are the people that carry knives. Or make them. So yeah. that's quite a small, it's quite a small number of people who are probably too young to vote anyway in a lot of instances. So that would be what we call a populist law to bring in. Yeah. That would be a vote winner. It should be, but nothing happens that way. No, nothing happens that way. Anyway, it's like this mobile phone thing. I mean, France have probably got it right. 
I'm, I'm doubting I mean, whether France have made this a law now. Well, it's going through. I mean, France are normally good when they say something, they normally do. Yeah, but they say it in French. That's the problem. Yeah, but all I'm trying to say is, Ian, Catherine, is even if we make a law, um, they never stick to it. No, okay, I'll ask again. Give me an example of a law that they've made that they haven't stuck to. Um, mobile phones, for one. Right, what was the law when that they... When they came hard on it... Sorry? When they came hard on well, it, you can, saying, you can you're going to lose your licence for six months. No, that, I don't think they ever said you're going to lose your licence yeah, for six months. They, they hum and are about it. No, no, no. They, what, is that a law? No, but... Right, I'm going to ask you for the third time, right? You yeah. keep saying they keep making all these laws and then they don't stick to them. Please, don't give me a manifesto pledge. Don't get... Give me yeah. a law... That is in existence that they have made, they have made, that they don't stick to. Right. No, they didn't make it law. Right. Okay, okay, good. So, again, give me a law that they have made that they haven't stuck to. Um, I can't. Thanks very much for your call. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Let me send a message. I got a message. This won't mean a lot. Hang on a minute. I'm going to send a message to someone. Call me now. 0344-499-1000. Just send in a message. I got. I had a message today. From one of my favourite callers of all time, right? You, I don't think you'll have heard him, Kath, from a long time ago. And, oh, uh, uh he, is his name beginning with the S? No. Why, why? Someone got in touch with me on Twitter, Sven, said he's listening again. No. Uh, no, no, his name does begin with S, but it's not Sven. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know who Sven is. Oh, well, he thinks very highly of you. Great. Anyway, I'm not going to say who it is. It will, to most of you, it will mean nothing. But to about five or six of you, it'll be like, oh my God, I, feel, oh, I remember him flipping it. So we're, I've just sent him, he's just, he's just been messaging me a little bit. And I'm, I'm messaging him, just saying, give me a call now, 0344 499 1000. Let's see, uh, uh, work maybe, if he doesn't call by about half 11, I'll let you know who it is. But I was, uh, really, really, uh, thrilled to get that. It was, um, it was, uh, it was very, very nice. I like him a lot. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. Ah, tonight at 11, we're phoning up uh, Dutchland, Amsterdam, uh, Denmark. Holland. Uh, In Denmark, to speak to... Felix. um, Felix from the Analogs, who is, uh, it's a Dutch band, he's Irish, and I got a message today saying... Did you uh, call Felix up uh, last night, midnight, uh, Denmark time? Because uh, oh, he's in Dutch, yeah. Because uh, Felix was asleep and we went, I had to go, ah, it was Amy's fault. Uh, so <laughs> we got him coming on in a little bit. Um, so, the nodding meme guy. Now, to a lot of you, that won't mean much. But if you've ever been on Twitter or Facebook... It's the gif of a guy with long blonde hair, big bushy beard, wearing, um, like rags, turning to the camera. The camera goes in and he just nods as if to say, well done. 
Doesn't yeah. say anything, so it's just say, well done. There's a beautiful smile going beautiful. on. Beautiful. And then I was reading this stupid thing yesterday on Twitter. Loads of people going, it, was, it, was, it became a thing. It's began, uh, OMG, I thought the, uh, the yes, me, the nodding meme guy was Zach Galifianakis. I think it's obviously not Zach Galifianakis. It doesn't look anything like Zach Galifianakis. It's not, absolutely nothing like him. It's obviously Grizzly Adams. Then I, I scrolled down a bit. It's Robert Redford. You know, you're claiming you knew this, Catherine. Yeah, I'm, I, a, I'm a big Redford fan. Right. Okay, go on. Well, I could recognise well, it. it doesn't look anything like Robert yeah, it Redford. it looks like Robert Redford with a shaggy beard. I need to Google Grizzly Adams now to find out. Grizzly Adams to find out how... It looks a lot like Grizzly Adams, actually. So... Well, he's dressed as a fur trapper of some sort, isn't he? Who? Redford. So, he's, well, <laughs> Google Grizzly Adams, mate. Yeah, I know what Grizzly Adams he looks, looks like. He's dressed I... like a fur, tra- a fur trapper. Yeah, but more's the point. I know what Robert Redford looks like. Uh, Butters says... Listening to talk radio, why does Ian Lee insist on getting people to phone in just to belittle them, make them sound stupid and embarrass them? Is it to boost his own ego? He likes to make people aware of his issues, but quick to make his callers sound like and feel like idiots. Butters, but idiots, 0344-499-1000, you won't call it because you're a chicken. But also, I didn't make, I didn't make Dion sound like an idiot. I didn't do that. Dion did that, mate. Here's the thing, this isn't, um... Uh, this isn't some, some crappy show where people phone in and talk bollocks and I go, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great call. If people are talking bollocks, Butters, I'll challenge them, mate. I'll challenge them. Now, I'm gonna, uh, block you, little boy. Either phone in, uh, or jog on and go, you go and listen to, you go and listen to LBC, mate, where your, I think your intellect, your thick intellect will be, uh, oh, his pictures are just of, of bottles of beer. Yeah. And cans of beer. Dear God, what an absolute bell cheese. I'm going to block you, buddy. You call in, um, but you won't because you're too thick to know how to use a telephone. So it was Robert Redford. And, uh, and I was convinced it was, um, it was Grizzly Adams. Well, how, how, how dumb is, uh, how dumb is that? What you got, Boyley? I have got a number of things, such as, yep. uh, these seven friends who've uh, teamed up to buy a mansion they can all live in when they get old. Okay. Right. Yeah. Group of friends have pooled their money and bought this mansion so they can enjoy the end of their life Won't together. Work. Won't work. Well, we, it never works. Here's the thing. How many of your friends that you were friends with in your 20s are you still friends with now and will you still be no. friends with when you want to uh, retire? Killed, killed all of them. Um, I hate them. I hate them. One group of women from Guangzhou, China are oh, planning here we go. to live together after clubbing together their money and buying a mansion for themselves to live in when they're older. So they, they, go, to, they go to Ministry of Sound a couple of times and now they're going to live together. <laughs> when she come down, guys, it don't work like that. No, seven of them as well. I've lived in a house of seven. It was a nightmare. The women are currently in their 30s, met 20 years ago, so they've known each other since they were 10. And have joked for a while about living together when they retire. However, when they stumbled across the perfect house, the joke became a reality. The group shelled out 4 million yuan, which is 462,000 pounds, to buy the property and do it up as it was in a sorry state. Now, the three and a half story house looks incredible and has a swimming pool, open plan kitchen, a tea pavilion and floor to ceiling windows. I hate living with people. I hated, um... Sharing a flat in college. I hated sharing a house with the guy I knew and a couple of strangers after college. 
Uh, I hated living with my girlfriend. I hated living with my wife and kids. I hate living with people. I hate it. I also detest living alone. So this really puts me in a very awkward um, position when it comes to sleeping arrangements. Very difficult. And I also think that if you've got seven friends, yeah. there are going to be factions, aren't there? That's too many people. Are they all women? All yes, men? they're all women. all women at this point. Um, what if they have a babies? Exactly, a baby, a baby, excuse me. Exactly, sorry. they're in the baby. 30s now. Things are going to change. Yeah. Jindu, one of the seven, explained how they'd live. Jindu what? That's Jindu, name. Jindu make you drunk. Jindu, Jindu buy ma- a house. Jindu make you drunk. One of the seven explained how they'd live separate lives until their children were grown up and moved out. Then they would move into the big house together in their 60s and grow old in luxury. Who's going to live upstairs? It's going to be play havoc on the knees. I suppose it's all the... Um, they do all that feng shui, don't they, in the garden, in the parks, the feng shui. Oh, the... Um, yeah, the feng shui, yeah. No, the exercise thing. Yeah, the feng shui, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The no, that's tidy. Not... The slow exercise. The future plans include Jeez, cooking, singing, tonight. having barbecue, singing, having barbecues, collecting food from the village and enjoying it the stunning views. like hell. Around the property while drinking tea. She adds they've also all made a pact to learn a useful new skill before they move into the house, such as growing veg or cooking from scratch. Oh, God, people, people. <laughs> there's, there's, there's two, 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 hang on a minute. I, can I just, um, let me just, let me just give you a line, uh, please. Um, that I think we'll, um, hang on a minute. If we go here, uh, this is, here we go. Here we go. This is it's, it's going to be worth it. Here we go. Just going to play you a line from a song. Um, it's going to sum up my attitude to this story absolutely uh, perfectly. It'll sum up my attitude to life. Um, here we go. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just just play for crying out loud. Too many people. There's too many people. <laughs> That's it. There are too many. What are there, Paul? You know it, brother. You know it. Hey, Paul Ross has got um, cookies. Yeah, come in, man. Can we do, don't just stand out there waving some cookies. Come in. What are you doing? He's waving cookies he at me. Share. He's, He's a cookie tease. <laughs> 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 what have you got? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. mate. Oh, thank you, Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're the good ones. Thank you, Mr. Rosser. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, naughty boy. Are they on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> are they laced with LSD? Oh, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, too many people. Yeah, it is. In this world. I hate people. I mean, I, 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 you know, I talk to them, but... I lived in a seven. Three girls, four boys. Too many. And, it, yeah, it split off into factions. Three so is manageable. Four, it starts to get tricky. Anything but four, you can't do it. Here's what happened when the three, commune. the three girls went away for a weekend, came back, all the furniture had been moved out of the living room, and they put weights benches in there instead. Well, could be worse. I bet that'd been going on too. On the weights benches. What's um um what's um um kibbutz, what's kibbutz mean? What's a kibbutz? Is that like a commune in Israel? Kind of, yeah, but they do like they pick olives and stuff. Everyone, I've everyone, got Jewish friends who did that in, in their. You don't have to be Jewish thing. to go though. No, you don't. Everyone was was uh, was um, kibbutzim. Um, is kibbutzim just joking? No. Stop kibbutzing me. Hey, you guys, stop kibbutzing my balls. Is that right? No. I'm, I'm getting my Yiddish all confused this evening. I need to go back to synagogue. And, sound like a putz. I need to go and, um, God dare you. <laughs> I need to go and speak to the, the, the Minotaur. What? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I've lapsed. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. For God's sakes, call in, otherwise this is going to be torture for everybody. This is Talk Radio. Uncut, after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay, we're going to do a competition. Competition time. <laughs> All right. Oh, three, take calls straight to air for this bit. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We're doing a mystery noise. Okay, we're doing a mystery noise. I'm about to play you a sound. What is the sound? 03444991000. We're just going to play the sound until someone guesses what it is. Here we go. This is the sound. What is the mystery sound? 03444991000. Again, what is the sound, guys? Mystery sound, um, 03444991000. What is the sound? Give us a call. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, what was the mystery sound that we just heard there? Now we're at the O2 tomorrow, which is 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 not the greatest venue in the world. We're right at the back of the O2. I mean, let me just say that now. We're right at the back of the O2, so don't get too excited. But the O2 have big big old screens, so you kind you can see what's going on. Um, when was the last time you went to uh, a rock and roll concert that wasn't Arthur Lee left? Don't get that one. We don't want that one. Um, uh, last time I went to a rock and roll concert that wasn't Arthur Lee and no. Love would be... No, it wasn't Arthur Lee. Arthur Lee died 10 years yeah. ago. But yeah, point taken. Uh, was it Beach Boys? God, that was over a year ago. Uh-huh. Wow. I haven't been to one for ages. you got to go to more rock and roll concerts, man. That's where it's at. This kind of um, the crazy... Well, they used to call in the 50s crazy jungle rhythms, man. You got to go to go and see more rock and roll concerts. Mm. Dylan on Friday, I'm expecting it to be awful. It's like seven out of ten. Seventy percent of his concerts will be terrible. Two percent will be really good, and one percent, twenty percent will be really good, and ten percent will be like mind blowing. Well, I was prepared to do some Dylan homework and to sort of prep myself, no. but you said not to bother. No, because he doesn't. He can't sing anymore. <laughs> And um, he doesn't do the songs like the songs are on the record. Right. So it, it, you just, you, you're not going to have any idea what he's um, what he's singing. Just there to be there, then, is it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Let's um, let's let's see if we can Bob Dylan. What year are we? 2019. Let's see if we can hear um, Bob Dylan live in 2019. Let's hear. Um, here we go. Here we go. Bob Dylan live. Uh, the, in Paris at the Grand Rex on uh, the 12th of April. Oh, 
like, like, like a Rolling Stone. How do you feel to be on your own and on the wretched home like a Rolling Stone? That sounds alright, actually. I can dig this. Here we go. Let's try this one again. Here we go. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> is he saying words? How many moons? Oh, he's talking about words blowing in the wind. Oh, you can call him a man. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I'm gonna, that's, that's quite, I quite like this version of it. It's, um, it's like Vic Reeves' club singer. Yeah. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm I'm going to have no, <laughs> there is no way I'm going to be able to um, identify any of the songs on Friday. You're on your own, kid. God, and especially if there's hubbub. We are playing, um, can you tell us what this noise is, please? 0344 499 1000. Is that your is belly? That, sorry? Is that your belly? It's not my belly. It's, that was a guess. It was an incorrect guess. We just had someone else who was calling in and they put the phone down like a coward. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can you tell us what this noise is? Admittedly, you have been making a noise very similar to been that. Making some terrible noises. Yeah. Absolutely terrible, terrible noises. Um, I don't really feel the show's taken off yet. No, I don't, I don't feel the show has hit, hit the. We've not hit our stride. Yeah, uh, maybe not. We're not here. Maybe doing this uh, work, writing down, writing the letters, is it's when John Cleese um, had therapy in the early '80s, and he said his great fear was that it would stop him being funny. Right. And what happened was, it stopped him being funny. It was never funny again. Took his edge off. Clockwise, terrible film. Um, Strange Creatures, terrible film. Fish Called Wanda, funny at the time, but what, even at the time, I'm there scratching my head going, I don't think it's as good as everybody is saying it is. And, and even then, the Michael Palin stammerer felt a little bit... Ooh, I like the bit with chips up his nose and the bit where the dogs got crushed. I like those bits. I didn't get that film at all. I think I was too young for it. Um, it was very sophisticated. Uh, <laughs> Clockwise is one of the most tedious. Oh, no, yeah, I watched it's that. It's those, those films, right, farces, I think they are, where all you, you just, you just kind of go, right, all you've got to do. Make a phone call. All you can do is just stop. Just stop. Go and get a cup of tea somewhere. Calm down, right? We can sort this out. You just need to calm down. Make a phone call, this will be sorted yeah. out. You might have to cancel something, 
it'll be all right. But it's that whole thing, oh no, I've got, we got, went on the left instead of right, got on the wrong train, and now the car's broken down, and now I'm, I'm an, oh, an old man stuck in a car with a, with a hot 17 year old girl, and, yeah, drives me nuts that. I remember watching that, I was watching that, I was a big, big Monty Python fan, I must have been about 13 when I watched that, that and Privates on Parade, oh my god. And, um, terrible, terrible movies. I tell you what I'd like to see that I haven't seen is, um, The Missionary with Michael Palin and also the one with the pig, the Alan Bennett film with the pig. Is that, a pri- is that peak practice? What's that called? A private function, a private function. You know the film, Alan Bennett, Michael Palin, a pig, private function? You've never heard of that? No. I think it would be like funny in a very gentle, in a way that I wouldn't have appreciated as a, a 14 year old boy. As a 46 year old. Yeah. Man. I think I might enjoy that. I've grown into Alan Bennett. When I was growing up, I didn't really well, get every, it. Everybody does, or <laughs> mother know. says, you know. But you know, when I first saw him, I remember thinking, oh, he's a bit, bit of a weird, boring old man. Actually, now I think he's a uh, genius. Yeah, I do, I do think he's a genius. R- r- said no to coming on this show. Let's just get that out. Let's just get that out there. I do think he's a genius. I, I, I do sometimes wonder. What do you wonder? Um, if I, if I do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, one wonders about a lot of people. One wonders. One one was a racehorse. One two was one two. One 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 more race. One two one one two. You wonders wonder about a lot of um, a lot of people. Why is not? Why is the only person phoning in that dick that asked me how many times I masturbated yesterday? It's the only person. He's still waiting for the answer. Phoning in. He's, he's never going to get answered again on this show. So unlucky, Anthony. Why do they say Anthony and Bernard in the United States of America? That always struck me as um, as stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't say Greg or Craig either, can they? They can't say those things. What you got, Boyley? Um, I saw something on Twitter, and I, it's one of my pet hates, but yep. a lot of people were fawning over it. This woman, it's a video of a, of a wedding. You know, this sort of tradition where the bride throws the uh, bouquet, and I the person that catches it is supposed to be the next one to get married. Do, that's the, that's yes. Well, she goes to throw it, and then she says, and she doesn't throw it, and then holds it, and then passes it to one of the bridesmaids, it looks like. Yeah. And then her boyfriend comes up and proposes to her in front of everyone. And everyone's, you know, obviously sort of fanning their eyes in that in that kind of yeah. post-friends way and going on about how lovely it is. But I find that kind of thing really creepy. Proposing in front of people? Yeah, but the added pressure of, right, doing it at someone's wedding, at the big moment where the bouquet gets thrown. Yeah. Yeah, someone else's wedding, in front of all those people. How could she say no if she wanted to? I mean, I'm guessing everyone's loved up and she was kind of expecting it in a way, but I wouldn't want to be proposed to in front of everyone like that. Proposing in public is uh, the work of an insecure person with a tiny penis. Why is it tradition that women that, that women don't propose? I know, like, because of the goats and the, the, the dowries and all of that stuff, but why is that a thing now? Why is that now, 2019? Why is that still a thing? That's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. There's a lot of things about marriage that's really antiquated, though. Like the traditional marriage. Like I, the going to ask the dad for permission. I, I did that. I got called out by some very hateful women. Um, uh, someone someone I was actually quite an admirer of called me out as being a misogynistic old dinosaur. And I just thought, piss off. 
you know, I get, I get it, but I was, I was doing it more for the tradition exactly. of doing it than for actually getting permission. But she didn't say it like that. It was the lady who was um, campaigning that there were no women on on money, and I can't remember her name. It's a Spanish type name. Uh, Catherine Caroline does something. Oh, Karen uh, Perez Criado. Yeah, yeah, and I liked her a lot. And then she just started having a right go at me yeah. on on Twitter, and I just thought, oh, do you know what? Because I, I, I said I'd said on Sky that that's what I'd done, and uh, I, just, I just thought, do you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, it, it does go back. Short. It does go back to a thing where you know the power was the men. So the ma- one man would ask another man whether he could take his daughter hand in marriage, and it would be a, it would be a transaction, wouldn't it? Yeah. And it does go back to that. But you know, my husband did it, and it was really out of. Um, a respect for tradition and also just a nod to my dad who, again, was going to end up paying for it. That's another thing that's traditional. The the, the f- per- bride's parents are supposed to stump up. Next time I get married, I'm doing it for a tenner. Oh. Doing it for a tenner. We, I mean, the, the tens of thousands of pounds. It was a great day. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't regret it. The marriage didn't last, but the, last, but the, the wedding was a great day. I mean, a lot of fun. There was some aggro with my aunts being absolute dicks there. Um, but it was, it was, you know, uh, it was, it was, it was, it had its, it was a good day. It was a good day. But I'm, I'm never spending that much. I'm doing it for a tenner. Come round, I'll make some sandwiches, guys. We'll, we'll watch a little bit of four in a bed. Uh, I, I could probably do my next wedding myself because I'm a, um, a priest for the Universal Church of Life or whatever yeah. it's called, Universal Life Church. It just saves a load of money. It's an expensive party, isn't it? It's too, it's too expensive. There are people who put themselves in debt for it. So what, they're still paying it off three years down the line? The, Marriage and the funeral are the biggest rip-offs ever. When I die, I'm saying this now, this is my last will and testament, so help me God. I'm of, I'm of well body and mind, uh, so help me Jesus. This is my last will and testament, okay? So this counts now. Uh, just, just, you know, bury, bury me in a cardboard box. Just, you know, just, just do that, cause it's, just, here you go, just, just, um, cremate me on a pyre. In a cardboard box, and then scatter my ashes. Cost you, cost you nothing. And also take up less room. Apparently we're running out of room. Yeah, oh, you got to cremate, cremate everybody. Uh, can we dig up the old bodies and cremate them? Because the the coffin, a lot of the coffins don't break down. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You see, it's not the bodies not breaking down; it's the coffins. You know, the system in Spain is you get a niche in a wall, yeah. and if your family stop keeping up the rent for it, you're out. Well, I don't understand why we don't bury people vertically. Why don't we bury people vertically? More economical, isn't it? Well, of course it is. Because in the space that you've got one person, stoom, 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 you've got four people. Mm-hmm. You've got four people. So you've instantly, you've quadrupled the amount of space. Here's the thing. Everyone that died before 1950, they, they, they don't count. Forget their graves. Because who's, who's, who, who remembers, who's, who's still alive that remembers someone that died before, died in 1949? No one. No one remembers them. It's ancient history. They're gone. They've got no relatives that will go, oh no, oh God, can't, who cares? So everyone, from 1949 backwards, forget it. That's, that's, they're gone. They're gone. No one knows their names. No one cares. So you just bulldoze the, the cemeteries again, get rid of all the gravestones. You can, you can reuse the gravestones, sell them on. Um, well, I think get rid of gravestones and just have barcodes. Okay, fine. We'll do that then. So we get rid of all the gravestones. Uh, we'll dig it all up. All that, everyone that you get, you dig up from 1949 onwards, um, you just burn it, landfill, send it to China. I don't really care. Just get rid of them. I don't care about those losers, scumbags. And then you bury people 
vertically, but really tight. So you've got yeah. like an inch between them. Dum, 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 dum. Like flying economy. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. That's how you solve the problem. Problem solved. What's your problem? What's We're your problem? Done. We start again. We, we, we messed it up. We got it. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we uh, are asking the important question. Uh, what is uh, this noise? We're also taking calls about anything you want. It's going to be one of those. It's going to, I would say tonight's show so far has been a four out of ten. We may get it up to a five. We may send it down to a two. I just don't know. I just don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Uh, weeknights from ten. Although th- tonight is the last show this week from us, Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Benny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. Every head he's had a pleasure to know. Even the symbols, it's nuts, isn't it, Catherine? So good. It's not the Beatles. It's not the Beatles. Yeah, you could possibly tell by the voice. 
but the backing you couldn't tell. It's incredible. It's the analogs, a band I've been raving about. Um, since me and my sister went and saw them a couple of weeks ago playing the entirety of Abbey Road at Abbey Road Studios. And I'm absolutely thrilled to say that from the band, The Analogs, we got Felix McGinn on the line. Good evening, Felix. Good evening. <laughs> Felix, we owe you an apology. Oh, really? We rang you last night at midnight because we had a massive panic where I was going, oh my God, Felix is on tonight. And we got the, we were 24 hours early and I'm sorry, hopefully you slept through our phone calls at midnight your time. I apologise. I did. <laughs> I, I slept all the way through. Oh, in that case, <laughs> fine, it's good. Hey, listen, man, that was, um, that was some gig at Abbey Road, uh, the other week. How, how was it for you lot? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing to actually be in the building where, where the Beatles actually did all the recording and, uh, because the focus was on the show uh, for us, I see on the on the Saturday and on the, on the Sunday. Yeah, it was really really on the Monday when I was still there to do some interviews that I was really taking it in and realizing what we basically just did. You know, and in that weekend it was uh, incredible. Had you been to Abbey Road before? I ha I'm a huge Beatles fan. I had never been inside before, and even just walking up the front stairs, going through the door was a thrill. Yeah. And then going in those studios. Had you been before? Felix, oh my God, what is, what is going on with these bloody phones? Hang on, stay there. Let me find move you there. Is that going to work? Felix, you there? Oh, man. Amy, can you get him back, please? Thank you very much indeed. What is going on tonight? What a world we live in. We went and saw them. And um, the, we got a little tour from kind of someone who's working them, a guy called Judge. And he took us around uh, in the studio, the, the kind of small studio that the Beatles would record in and stuff. Man, alive. What a ridiculous, ridiculous thrill it was. I think we've got him back. Felix, we got you back? Yeah, we, you got me back. We I don't have, know what happened. No, I don't know. Yeah. We've got gremlins tonight, man. So had you been before? No, I'd, I've never been to Abbey Road before, so it was, uh, it was, it was quite amazing. I actually, you know, did the, did the thing, got my picture taken on the, on the front door, as you would. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we all did. I mean, cause we, it was, it was such an amazing show. Uh, we had Mark Lewison speaking before, introducing the band, you know, famous Beatles yeah. historian. And he's saying, well, this is the studio where they did this, the orchestra for a day in the life. And just there yeah. where you're sat, sir, that's where the Beatles sat for, um, all, the, all you need is love. You could, it sounds like a cliche, but you could feel. There was, it was they, those rooms were magic, and to to be playing Abbey Road where they recorded it, man, that must have been magic for you guys. It was, uh, to be honest, it was a bit a bit of a nightmare to start. Just the the idea of it to start with, we thought, no, that's crazy. We could never do something like that. But then, you know, we got down to the nitty gritty, and it, it, we it kept coming close, and we thought it's really going to happen. So <laughs> I just sort of I sort of put it out of my mind that we're actually doing the show. In the same studios and stuff, we just had to concentrate on doing a good show. That was uh, the most important thing. So. Tell me about the band, because since seeing you, I've I've kind of d d fallen down the analogs rabbit hole, and I've been on YouTube and I've been on your website. <laughs> You're kind of the newest. Are you the newest member? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I, I'm the new guy. I actually I know uh, the bass player Bart. I've known him for like 25 years. I worked with him for like six years on the trot. Yeah, uh, and he had basically together with the drummer fred they had this idea of, of doing a beatles uh, band and, and bart said no 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 we're not going to do a beatles band because you know so many beatles bands but fred just kept going on and said well it's something i'd really like to do and he said well if you're going to do it then you have to go the whole hog you know you need to do everything it's got to be the real old equipment you know we have to do the album exactly the way it is so it was a long slog for them to start with 
to get to get the stuff together. Yeah. And I was there at rehearsals at the, at the start. I went down, I had a little listening stuff, and was saying, "Oh, maybe you should, you know, maybe lose that a little bit, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that." So I've always been there on the sidelines because we're basically all friends. Uh, even the first show they did, they invited me in for like I think three songs. I did three songs at the first show. Right. They ever they ever did, but uh, it sort of took off pretty quick because at the very first show there was there was an agent uh, that came down to see them, and he was quite a big agent, and uh, he he was literally blown away. He said it's incredible, and they just started doing some shows, and then word of mouth got round, and then obviously with with the, with internet it goes really really quick. But then, and now they're you guys are huge. Cause you, you, now here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. You, the band is uh, is Dutch. You're yeah. you're Irish. Is that right? You're Northern Irish, Southern Irish. Whereabouts are you from? Uh, from Belfast. Okay, Belfast. We're going to Belfast in a few weeks. We love Belfast. Uh, uh, okay. How long how long have you been living in Holland? Because you, you've got oh. quite a Dutch accent. I can hear the Irish, but I can yeah, also I hear Dutch. Yeah, I've been here since '92. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> I guess it is I, a long time. I, my family laughs at me all the time when I'm on the phone and when I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, when you go home, you're going to sound more Irish. That's going to kick in, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll try a little bit, but they still laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Still um, still and, 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 but, but the analogues are huge over there. The, 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 you, you get really big audiences. Yeah, the, the next show, we, do, we actually have a little summer break now. But the next show we're doing in Amsterdam is uh, it's, a, it's the Abbey Road show. And... The venue we're playing is uh, sold out, sold out in a couple of weeks, and it's 15,000 people. 15,000 people! Flipping <laughs> heck, man! <laughs> and also as well, I noticed that the, the, the there, there are a few British people there at the Abbey Road, but the majority, there, there were, I think the majority of the audience was, was Dutch people, so these guys follow you, and girls, follow you around the world. Everywhere, you know, they're, they're crazy, just that they... They they can't get enough and uh, you know it's, which is pretty good and we're trying to you know spread our wings out through Europe and into the UK obviously which would be fantastic for us to get into yeah because uh, I think basically you know I, I, like I said to people if you if you like the Beatles you know you like the Beatles then you will love the Analogs because there's no egos it's nothing nothing to do with look at me or look at him it's just about the music. Yeah. You know, it's just purely about the music. None of the costumes, none of the wigs, none of, no, none no of that. Wigs, it, no is a, it is the music. It's the pure focus. Yeah. I've, I've got to ask, my favourite out of all of you, and I, and I had a nice chat with him afterwards and I didn't get his name, the Anvil Player. Oh, <laughs> his name's Leon. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, per- I mean, he's percussion, but there's just a brilliant yeah. bit. Maxwell Silverhammer, and he, he, he wheels out this giant anvil, and I, I, he was showing off a little bit there with his anvil technique. He, he told me it was because the hammer was so heavy. I don't believe oh, that. Yeah. He was loving it. <laughs> I won't let anyone near his anvil. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. How do you do it? How do you do? You, do you just you know listen to the album song by song and deconstruct it? Have you got like bootlegs where you could? How are you getting every single sound so precise? Uh, well, we have to deconstruct uh, the album uh, song by song. There are uh, stuff that you can find on the internet where there there are single track stuff, so right. you can find just the drum tracks. You can find the bass tracks, guitars with some leaky guitars from other tracks coming in. So you basically try you go through everything. A nitty gritty. Even if you go into, you know, uh, what has been written, the books and stuff about what 
the Beatles actually use on the tracks, you listen to you think, wait a minute, that, that's not right, that's not right, yeah. I can hear two cellos going on there and that sort of stuff. Because after a while, they at the in the early days, they, they cataloged everything. Everything was written down, but when the Beatles started working on their own and basically could go into the studio whenever they liked, they stopped writing stuff down. They just sort of did whatever they fancied. So, yeah. And if something was lying in the corner, they'll say, oh, we'll stick that on. And that's not necessarily always written down on a piece of paper. And sometimes they'd book a string section and it'd be written down for five tracks, but they may have only used a string section on two tracks. But just because they had booked them and those tracks were recorded that day, sometimes it would be written down that the string section was there on these tracks. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, you just have to really, really listen to it. And, uh, <laughs> I and love l- it. Luckily, we have a couple of guys in the band who are really, really good at uh, basically deciphering everything, you know? So, yeah, so. yeah. Um, okay, so you, you, you've done, what, what, what album did you start with? Because you do the albums in their entirety. Did, you, did you, you start with Revolver or have you started from the very beginning? They, they did, they did Revolver. Uh, they, they only did one show, uh, Revolver. Oh, that come was on. Right at the very start. Yeah. yeah, really, they did one show. This was right at the very start. And then they moved on pretty quickly to do, uh, Magic and Mystery Tour. Then they did Sgt. Pepper. And then after that, they did, uh, the White Album. So you've you've got you've done Abbey Road. You're doing Abbey Road. Uh, uh, the, yeah. the next logical one, I guess, is Let It Be. Are you going to do that, or are you going to jump straight onto well, McCartney and Ram? No, well, the show that's actually coming up, uh, the Abbey Road show, which will be starting uh, at the end of the well in Holland in December, but we're doing big shows uh, in October. Uh, we'll actually have a lot of Let It Be in it as well. Right. We decided we'd we'd combine both albums, so. Here's the yeah, thing. Here's the thing about seeing it live, right? Because I'm a huge Beatles fan. I'm an absolute massive Beatles now. Uh, is that that you played two songs that night that, that that I'm not actually a huge fan of, and I've never really. I kind of think they're all right. You played um, I want you, she's so heavy, which I kind of think yeah. is all right. And also in the okay. encore, you played the ballad of John and Yoko, which is a song actually one of my least favorite Beatles songs. But okay. but 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 hearing them live. It was, you know, the, the, the um, Ballad of John and Yoko became a massive sing-along. Everybody was joining in. I'd never heard it like that. But, and when that kind of wall of guitars come in and I want you, she's so heavy, the hairs yeah. on the back of my neck stood out. <laughs> Hearing them live, and I was I was really, because I play a little bit of bass, so I was really watching the bass player's fingers. I was sat right in front of him. Hearing them live okay. and seeing what everybody is doing breathed new life into songs that I'm incredibly familiar with, like the, the medley on side two, which was just, oh my God, it was yeah. beautiful. But also breathe new life into songs that I've not really thought that much about before. Yeah, but that's it. Well, to be honest, it's the same with me. The guys rang me up for the for the White Album tour <clears throat> because uh, one of the one of the founding members, a guy called Jan, who does uh, like the high McCartney type of stuff. Yeah, he had a problem with his ears, so he had to cancel the tour. So they rang me, "Can you do it?" And I said, Ooh, "I don't know." I'm a bit of a low voice. I don't, I don't hear me doing any McCartney's. And they did a little switch around for the White Album stuff. And I thought, oh, the White Album's not my favorite album. Yeah. I like maybe half of it. But after you learn those songs and you really get into them, then they just, they have a little life of their own and they creep under your skin. And then I can't really see, I, I can't really lose anything now if I'm listening to the whole album. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. You know, so it's just, I think it's the same with all the Beatles stuff. You think you know it till you really dive in. And then yeah. you think, oh, that's quite clever how they're doing stuff there. And the Beatles never do the same thing twice. Next time the chorus comes around, there's always something a little different going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, uh, how did how did you do Revolution Number Nine from uh, the White Album? 
Well, what we did was uh, we discussed it. Uh, how are we going to do that? Uh, are, we, are we going to do it at all? Because it is a series of tape loops, which Lennon basically uh, put together. Yeah. So we deconstructed the whole thing. We recorded it again. So we made our own number nine, the whole thing. I did all the voices and stuff. Beautiful. And, uh, and what we did, once we had it done, which was a bit of a job to actually record all this stuff, we got a really famous uh, graphic uh, a video artist from Holland to make a movie. And he, he made this he made this movie for this soundtrack. So you get this really weird psychedelic film while you're watching the while you're watching and you hear that you hear the, the number nine we created. And it's, it's really 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 good. Oh, fantastic, man! So uh, are you coming back? When because I, I want to see you again. And we've been I, honestly I, every night since I saw you, I've been banging on about you and playing your tracks. Are, are you coming sure. back to That's the UK? Sure. We'd love to. Uh, we're in discussions at the minute, so we hope to get back as soon as we can. Uh, I think. Uh, it's probably going to be next year sometimes because yes. we if we start touring at the end of the end of the year here. So. Catherine, you're coming. You couldn't oh, yeah, come this time. This and my time, my then. sister snapped up that spare ticket, but you have to come because it's just it's it's some it's this uh, wall of sound is the wrong phrase because that's a spectre thing, but it's just incredible, you know. And 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 it's such an amazing show. Uh, Felix, where's if people want to go and have a look at stuff, where's the best place? Just go on YouTube and type in the analogs, or where should they go? Yeah. If you do that, you'll find a lot of stuff. There's, we have our own uh, YouTube page, so you'll find a lot of stuff on, on there. Brilliant. And if you want to keep up to date, just go to the website, analogs.net. Uh, I think that's what it is. Brilliant. We'll have a look. Felix, so nice to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for, for doing no, that. Thank great you very I, much. I look forward to seeing you next year at some point. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be really, really good. We're looking forward to it. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. Honestly, they're incredible. They're incredible. Do you want to say uh, thank you, uh, Amy? They are... It, the, the sound, just this, the skill, everything. Me and my sister just kept looking at each other going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, we both cried at various points. I'll tell you what I'll play after midnight. We couldn't find the Beatles version. I'll play the Analogs version of the, the end medley from Abbey Road. Oh, flip it, heck. Just stunning. Right, we'll take calls. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Jeffrey. Good evening, Jeffrey. Hello, guys. Hello, Jeffrey. What can we do for you tonight, please, sir? Hey, uh, I want to have a, a guess at the, uh, the noise. Okay, hang on a second. I just need to, uh, find the noise. What is the noise. this mystery noise? <laughs> what do you think that noise is, Jeffrey? I think it's Paul Ross going through a bag of cookies. <laughs> is, is that it? Did I get it right? Let's have a listen. It does sound like Paul Ross, doesn't it? But, Jeffrey, I'm afraid it's not right. Oh, damn. Unlu- unlucky, dude. Thank you very much for your call. That's appreciated, but it's uh, it's not that. We are... enjoyed that chat with Felix, but I, I just... I feel we're, we're kind of... I feel we're giving you a shit show tonight, guys. We, we need to do something to kind of create some sort of vibe. We need to create a vibe. Sans, sans vibe. Uh... Excuse me, little hiccup there. Um, uh, uh, someone says a, a periscope love bomb would tip tip off the show. In. Yeah, we did that the other day. It's a it's a it's a possibility. It's on the list of possibilities. I feel we need to do something 
something, something, something. Um, I don't know what. I don't know where to go. I tell you what would be nice, but I haven't got anything in store. An S word, yes word, or S word. Yeah. I haven't got any music, and I'm, I will ask for, for you now, dear listener, if you have some music. But I don't expect anything to get sent in because uh, it's just kind of the, the you know you, you guys aren't playing tonight, and that's absolutely fine. But if you are in a band or you're a singer and you are prepared, we'll put this. We're going to th- just think of a few things and throw them out and see if anything sticks. Um, if you are uh, in a band or a singer and you are prepared to have your music judged, if you can tweet a link to your music, if you tweet it to at Ian Lee, um, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, we will play it and then we'll take calls straight to air uh, where people um, can phone in and say yes, as in yes, this is good, or the S word, as in this is a load of S, H-1-T, shit is what that, that goes with. Uh, so that's what we do. Uh, people, you, you just have to have kind of a tough, you have to have tough skin because some people can be very, very cruel. Um, uh, but some people can be very lovely. So if, let's throw that out as an option. If you've got, um, music that you want to share on a national radio station, that's us talk radio, uh, tweet a, a link to, to at Ian Lee and we'll play it out and we'll do yes word or S word. Okay, so that's one thing. Five that out there. That's now up to whether people want to send in some stuff. I suspect they won't, because uh, we're not going to getting that the, the interaction tonight, which is fine. It's weird weather, you know. It's kind of uh, it's very humid. It's uh, very sweaty. I was very sweaty in bed last night. Do you know? It really. I know what you mean. Unpleasant. I keep finding myself with a duvet on, and I don't know why I keep pulling it off. Yeah, I, I'm pleasant, and I'm I'm still not sleeping great, and uh, it, so I think maybe that is um, uh, I think that's that's something we can do. Um, what else? What else have we got? What other tricks? What other tricks have we got up our sleeve? I mean, we could play. We could play adamant or something, and someone could join in. If, but uh, but it all kind of involves other people playing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, I wonder if I can find this. I wonder if we can find this. You're, oh, by the way, you're welcome to call in 0344 499 if you want to give us a call. I'll tell you what. Let's let's play a bit of music. Let's play a little bit of music. Let's, let's have the analogues doing um, the Golden Slumbers medley from the end of Abbey Road. Let's have some of this. Dit zijn de analogues. Felix, wat gaan we spelen? Uh, Golden Slumbers. All right. Wil je eerst applaus? Denk het wel, hè? The Analogs! Denk het wel, hè? The Analogs!
Nocturnal Nattering for Nightbirds, Nurses, and Nosferatu. All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. What have you got, Catherine? Shop gives out embarrassing plastic bags to people oh. who've forgotten their bags for life. Oh, go on. Right, here we go. In a bit to, cr- I actually quite want some of these bags. I never, I never take the bags with me. I always forget. I always just go and do spont shop, and spontaneous I, shopping. You know, if I remember one, it's never enough. No. I, I'll usually fill a few more. In a bit to crack down on plastic waste, this is in the mirror. One supermarket started shaming their customers into bringing their own bags. Instead of offering a branded carrier bag, the East West Market in Vancouver are charging five cents for something a little different. Uh, the independent business, which sells organic and fair trade produce, are giving out plastic bags featuring a range of embarrassing brand logos Uh-oh. in large fonts. These include fictional brands such as Wart Ointment Wholesale, the Colon Care Co-op and the Weird Adult Video Emporium. I want these bags. I hope to have that. Exactly. You try and shame me, I'll smash your face in with a brick. A <laughs> message underneath each of the logos adds, avoid the shame, bring a reusable bag. Uh, speaking to Fox 13 News, a spokesperson for the supermarket explained how they hoped a small act would make a big difference. They said, we hope that by creating discussions we can minimise the use of, uh, use of plastics in general. This is a small step, but we hope eventually it will have a great impact. Ah, who cares? Ah. Uh, who cares? Yeah, I, I think they're... But here's the thing, here's the thing that, I, we, that we found out recently, is that all our recycling stuff was just being sent to China. And they were dumping it. They were dumping it in landfill. Why is that not a huge scandal? Why is that I not... Know. I didn't recycle for years, uh, and, and now I'm, I'm glad I didn't, because... We just said it's China. But people were telling us, weren't they, that they they'd seen the bin men just chucking it all in oh, the I'd same thing. Oh, I'd seen bin. it going the same thing. I'd seen it going the same thing, and they were just sending it to China. So it was creating more pollution by shipping it over to the land of Kung Fu. Outrageous. Um, so I think that recycling. I don't want to sound all James Whale, so I'm not going to say what I was about to say then. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Audience members walk out of maths talk by TV's Johnny Ball. Oh. After he goes off topic and gives view, now this is let's 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 get to the story, guys, and gives views on violent Islam, climate change alarmism, and speaks with a German accent. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Well, I like I like Johnny Ball, so I'm prepared to believe that this is this is nonsense. I'm prepared to believe that this is absolute nonsense. Um, former children's TV presenter, a nice guy, Johnny Ball has been chastised for telling the festival ideas that Islam has violent origins and railing against Extinction Rebellion. Well, don't all religions have violent origins? There's, there's a lot of violence in the, in the early Old days. Old Testament is very vengeful. There's a lot of that going on. I don't know the history of Islam, but it probably was quite violent at the start. In those a little bit violent now, some people could, could argue. In those days, people fought a lot. It was a lot of fighting. The mathematician also addressed school walkout protests on climate change as he talked at Bristol venue St George's Hall. Already it's it's coming down a little bit from what we had in the uh, the headline there. Um, one audience member slammed the event, or so someone on Twitter complained, which claims to promote debate and discussion for giving the 80s stars views a platform. The venue has apologised after some people walked out of the talk saying they had not expected the 81-year-old's maths presentation to veer into those topics. Oh, unlucky. Unlucky. I like it when I go to shows and it, they don't go the way I was expecting them to. I like that. I like that little bit of danger. A little bit of frisson. St. George's Hall said that it is 
investigating his reference to Islam, despite Mr. Ball saying he'd also praised Islam as wondrous for rescuing mathematics. Punters also slammed Mr. Ball, who is the father of Zoe, for allegedly putting on a German accent during the show, or during the appearance, which was branded a shit show. Wow. By whom? Olga Alexandru. One of those who were... What is wrong with doing the German accent? Doing the live performance? I quite like the German accent. I have done verse accents. One of those who walked out was Olga Alexandru, who tweeted her review of the talk. Have to break my no social media on Monday rule. Oh, God. <laughs> to talk about the shit show that was Johnny Ball at St. George's Bristol. Oh, dear. Everything was going to f- fine until he denied climate change and, it, and made Islamophobic comments. We walked out. Disgusting. I had no idea who he was beforehand. Here we go. And only chose the talk because my partner did a degree in math. So thought it would be fun. Really disappointed with Festival of Ideas and St. George's Bristol for giving this man with his dangerous viewpoints a platform. I'm, um... So, when he says people, uh, audience members walked out, it was her and her partner? It was, uh... Um... Uh... Let me, let me see if I can find this. People are saying, now... Can we just try the... Can you just phone up yourself, Amy, and make sure the phones are working? Because I've got a couple of people saying that the phones aren't working, but I think it's just troublemakers. I think it's just... I think it's just someone who's been a troublemaker uh-huh. saying she phoned when she hasn't. She's not, she's not enjoying the vibe of the show tonight. Jesus Christ. And it's also the girl that was that was wet the other day and wanted you and me to find her a woman. I ignored those... Uh, ignored those tweets. I just I shall ignore these ones. Right, so let me see if I can find... I'm not going to say her... Um, um, I'm not going to say her. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if we can find her thing. Uh, 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 there we go. Yeah, the phones are working. Look. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's changed. Fair play. She's changed her um, headline, her, her Twitter name to F the Daily Mail. Oh, so, okay, uh, right. So. The writer, poet, zine maker, Romanian Canadian, living in the USK, highly sensitive person. Um, okay, all right, okay. Uh, um, okay, so... Here's the thing. Yeah. There's a danger that she becomes the bad yeah, yeah, exactly. when actually all she's done is tweeted something like uh, a lot of people do. Um, okay, right. It's a weird, weird old thing that people complain about. Um... T. Davis Barnard also complained, writing, really enjoyed Johnny Ball until he went off on a crazy anti-climate climate change rant. Think before you book next time, Festival of Ideas. So it's a place where you yeah. can go and discuss stuff. Whatever um, happened to going to a show yeah. and not agreeing with all of it yeah. and just, I don't know, you like, it's got to be binary. Can you not t- t- roll the, your eyebrow? The climate eyeballs. change denial wasn't great, but the Islamophobic comments were really gross and not okay. I'd love to know what the Islamophobic... Yeah. The comment about Islam being violent was a throwaway, casually racist comment after the climate change denial. Well, if you were saying that it was violent in, in its origin, uh, that's not the same as saying, well, Islam's a really violent religion, you know. It's a different thing. So we don't know. The section where he did a faux German accent at the end wasn't ideal in the context of the other stuff either. Oh. The maths was fun. Wow. But Ruth McAllister Kemp, who took her 11 and 13-year-old sons, was more disappointed by the format 
was more disappointed by the format but defended the diversity of topics. It wasn't very structured and started off very interesting about math, she said, but then he started to go off topic and began talking about climate change and his opinions on things like the effectiveness of sustainable energy sources. I wouldn't go as far as to say it was a rant, but it was impassioned and opinionated. It was very unexpected and made a lot of people feel quite uncomfortable. Good! Make them feel uncomfortable! Good! Go into a show and feeling comfortable all the way through. Have a little bit of tension. Have a little bit of, ooh, feel uncomfortable. Be alive. I was at the front, but I could hear people behind leaving. At the end, there was a question time, and one chap challenged him about it, and he wasn't very clear and sounded sort of off, sort of off guard. The comment about Islam being violent was within the section about the history of maths, and it was a throwaway line which I didn't catch. But it was either the, and here's the thing. Didn't catch it. It was either that Islam was violent then or is a violent religion now. And that's it. It was, it would seem, oh God. It would seem that he didn't want to stay within the boundaries of the build presentation. Oh my God, he went off script. His shows were always like that, weren't they? Uh, like on the, TV, it was always, he would be doing little skits and sketches and stuff. Here we go. The think of a number presenter said that his com- I don't believe a word of this story. The think of a number presenter said that his comments about Islam were relevant to the history of maths. It, <laughs> it was in the context of the history of maths. So that's that kind of voice. <laughs> it was in the context, I met him the other day, well, about six months ago. It was in the context of the history of maths, and what I actually said about Islam was that its origins were violent, but that it became the most wondrous religion because it gave us back all the maths that have been lost to history. Those people have got cloth ears if they heard that as being racist. I'm the least racist person that I know. In fact, a friend of mine once shook hands with a black man. <laughs> I don't have a racist bone in my body. I'm a firm believer we are a far better, far richer world because of the mix of races and religions. Uh, Mr. Ball said he regretted including a section on climate change in his talk about maths, but said he felt compelled to. It comes after the extinction rebellion process. I have said that seeing children walking out of school in an effort to protest and people occupying the centre of London and other cities, it's very worrying because it's not the case that there is an immediate threat. The whole furore around climate change is grossly overstated and I have to speak because I've always tried to give children the confidence in their future and I cannot stand by why people destroy that confidence. I cannot allow it without having my say. Um, it was a very successful evening, but in retrospect, I really should have stuck to my mathematical tack. Um, people have, this is it, too, too many people, right? Too many people. Uh, people are absolute idiots. They, they want everything nicely fitted out, nicely, you know, structured so they know exactly what they're going to get all the time. And if anybody, anybody dare go off topic or, um, you know, does anything that is becoming, that is not quite what they expected. There's, what is that? Paul. Okay, there we go, Paul. Paul, try again, Paul. What, what, what are there, Paul? Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> That's the problem. People are idiots and I hate people. Festival uh, of ideas and <sighs> someone is is held up but, but for also, expressing too many ideas. But also, walking out is valid as well. Yeah. Walking out is valid. That is fine. Walking out is fine. I think you're dumb for the reasons you've given, but walking out is a valid thing to do as well. But, but you're all idiots. I hate everybody. Apart from Johnny Ball. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I'm just blocking. I'm just blocking everybody. I don't want, I don't want no trash in my time.
come back, it comes in. It's the thing, I don't really care anymore. So I'm just I'm mute, alternating between muting and blocking people. That's, that seems to be. I got, was having an argument with someone today about antidepressants and I just, they hand them out willy nilly. I said, well, no, they don't. Well, they, they did with me, my friends. Okay, they don't generally. I'm just thinking, why am I arguing with this person? So I deleted all the tweets. Why are you deleting the tweets to make it look worse? You can be very mean, Mr. Lee. Oh. I, I blocked him. I just, I blocked him. I, 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 I deleted them because I, I just can't believe I'm actually having this argument. Good evening, Tommy. Hello. Are you, um, on, are you on speakerphone, Tommy? Uh, yes. Can you not be? Okay. This is gonna, okay, sorry. This is going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm just wondering, um... Do you know what, Tommy? I know we're desperate for calls. I don't think we're that desperate for calls, mate. Okay, I'm just wondering about the, uh, No, 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 because I... Because it's just funny that when you called in, Anthony stopped calling in. He'd been calling in for nearly two hours. And he, he's been calling in and then, uh, you... He stopped and then you called in and... You were on speakerphone like he was at the start of his course. You sound like him. And you started with the same phrase, I just wondered. It, it, it doesn't fill me with confidence that you're not going to do something crude and unfunny, Tommy. I, I'm definitely not. Um... Oh, it's oh, okay. He said he's definitely not. We're safe. Could he come off speaker, though? Yeah, come off speaker, you absolute pudding. Okay. I think it's off. Yeah, it's off. No, it's not. Oh. Uh, Do you not know how to come off speaker, you idiot? Speaker's off. Isn't it? Is it off? Speaker's off, yeah. isn't it, he said to his friend. I'm pretty sure it's off. It's um, not, it's it's not, it's not. Your face isn't anywhere near your phone. Is, is it okay now? No. Now? No. Okay, I'll just leave it then. Yeah, yes, let's leave it then. Thanks very much, Tommy. Appreciate that. Really appreciate that, Anthony, Tommy, whatever your name is. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Uh, good evening. Uh, I hate everyone and uh, people are idiots. Hello, Ian. Hello, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you, you know the password. He's in. Come, come, come this way, brother. We have, uh, we have uh, uh, an empty room for you to sit in on your own and sulk in. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? You, you've been having a tough time? Uh, yeah, but we don't want to talk about that, do we? we want to talk okay. about the Beatles. All right, let's talk about, that's what we want to do. I want to talk about the Beatles. Okay. I found some great bootlegs online. I've been listening to, uh, Abbey Road, um, re- rehearsal sessions, which is basically them jamming, uh, Here Come the Sun, Sun King. Yeah, I know, yeah, because, yeah. because, and Octopus's Garden and all that. And then today, I found, uh, uh, um, a tape on YouTube of John Lennon, uh, George Harrison and Ringo Starr and Klaus Vormann going through I Am the Greatest four times. Oh, right, yeah. I think uh, I've it's got it's that great. I mean, it's, stuff. it's yeah. a weird old, it's a terrible song, I think. When I was in Liverpool. Do you know that song, Kath? Oh, I don't. Uh, no. like one of yours. There's two, there's two weird, um, and I, yes, I have been listening to, um, uh, the latest, um, uh, what's the Beatles podcast you got me on to, Dave? Uh, uh, nothing is real. Nothing is real. Yeah. Great, two great episodes out. But uh, there, there, there are two uh, uh, really odd um, Ringo songs that are about the Beatles. One is "I Am the Greatest." When I was in Liverpool, and then there's the other one. It's called, it's called something like "Sometime in 1971" or something. Uh, early 1970. Uh, do you know what? We're going to come back when we come back from the news. We're going to play "Early 1970" by Ringo Starr. It's a weird old song, but I like it. Anyway, David, what have you got for us? 
Uh, yeah, just about that thing of um, seeing Beatles stuff played live and yes. it sort of comes alive. Um, Robin Hitchcock used to do these gigs at the Three Kings in Clerkenwell, yeah. um, which doesn't exist anymore. Don't look for it. Um, well, he used to get various heavy friends uh, to um, uh, play Beatles songs in their entire, uh, Beatles albums yeah. in their entirety. That's what it's all uh, about. And uh, one I saw about ten years ago, now, literally about ten years ago now, um, was um, he did Abbey Road with a uh, Grand Coxon was in the band, Bedders uh, oh. from Madness, and uh, Terry Edwards and various other session people, and um, it was it was just seeing that stuff played live. It, it was, makes um, a difference, doesn't it? It breathes some. This is why Andy Partridge is wrong to say that he shouldn't play live. Incorrect. Mm. In, he's like, well, why do you want to see, you know, Picasso painting a picture? Well, because, hey, that would be really, really cool. But also, it's not about, it's not about the thing you have on that CD or on that bit of record. It's, it's, there is more. There is life. There is soul. Um, yeah, I mean, we practiced, me and my friends practiced beforehand to do the hand claps when I hear the sun and stood at the front and stuff like that. But it's to hear those songs played live. It's, yeah. it's it's just a whole, it's a whole new thing, and you don't, you don't, you know, you don't usually hear those played songs played live, and it's and hear it come back to you. And um, I always, I always enjoyed those gigs because they were just, you know, it, it just brought that stuff back to you know, sort of, and also most of those songs weren't played live, so yeah. I, d- I like the Beatles. I, I like yeah. the Beatles a lot, Dave. I'm going to say, I, yes, I'm, I'm never going to go and see yesterday, but um, I, you're, an I, you're an idiot. Uh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Tell me why you won't go and see it. Um, It's Tamwa. You know it's Tamwa from EastEnders. I I didn't know it was Tamwa. There's there's a really interesting film to be made about a world without the Beatles. Mm, That's not it. So you're racist is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Okay. (laughs) So what, but uh, honestly, you probably wouldn't like it. I really, really enjoyed it. The science fiction is great. It's science fiction. Well, the, the, yeah, yeah, but that, that's, if you've got a high-concept film, this is my problem. The concept is flimsy as that. It falls down. I understand in this film the Rolling Stones still exist. Right, well, hang on. Let's be careful with spoilers. I'm going to... I might have to give one yeah, or two big spoilers. I have seen it. I, I know, might have I to give one or two spoilers, big spoilers, yeah. and I will press the dump button, so only me, you, Catherine, and... Peter, have you seen yesterday? No, I haven't seen it yet, mate. Do you want to see it? Dying to see it. You d- oh, right. Oh, this puts us... <laughs> right. This puts us in an awkward position. I know one of the big spoilers, so... Um, all right, you know that yeah. spoiler. Yeah, but that what, thing, but, yeah. All right, all right, all right, Peter, I've got to let... You, well, hang on a minute. No, oh, this is tough. But we can do <laughs> this. So what worries you about it, Dave? Um, well, I understand the Rolling Stones still exist in yes. this film, and they're, yes. uh, they are the Rolling Stones as they yes. are now. Yes, Not a blues band still yes. playing Sunday afternoon yep. in... in yeah, yeah. Um, because without the Beatles, they yep. wouldn't have... Um, yep started songwriting, yep. they wouldn't have their first yep. single, etc, 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 etc. Yep, yep, yep. you got yep. a problem with that, have you? Yes. Right, what's your problem? My problem is without... Uh, my problem do you enjoy, is, do you you enjoy a little programme I like to call Doctor Who? <laughs> do, you enjoy yes, do, do you enjoy a little show called Doctor Who? Yeah, but there's still an internal logic in the time trap. What is, yeah. the logic, what is the logic to the TARDIS? Um, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Dave... It's a science fiction film. Yeah, but it's, it's a still science. Got a it's dumped. But uh, I understand one of their songs is sung in it. No, you, okay, is all right, that right? Right, okay. I'm gonna have to do a, 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 a dump. I'm gonna have to do a dump. I'm gonna do a dump. I have to, I have to say this within 14 seconds, uh, 10 seconds, and I dump it. Right. Yes, it's pivotal that he plays an Oasis song when he is a child, but then when he uh. goes. 
dumped. Yeah. Uh, someone, uh, do you know the um, journalist Simon Price? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. He put a thing the other day that if, uh, a, a good film would be um, that someone wakes up, no one's heard of the Beatles, but they have heard of Spies Like Us. Yeah, I saw, I retweeted <laughs> that. That is, that is a good one. I think you are a miserable old git. Yes. I thoroughly, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The thing I didn't enjoy is I thought both the lead characters were scumbags. Yeah, I didn't. I thought they were very flawed characters. They were horrible to each other. Uh-huh. Absolute scumbags. I know. Uh, you know. Uh, I say, as I say, that I'm semi serious. There is a really interesting film being made about. The Beatles yeah, there is, and I saw it. I saw it last week at the cinema. It's yeah. called Yesterday. How would Ed Sheeran exist if... <laughs> it's science fiction! It doesn't it... matter! Possibly. There's one scene in it. I'm gonna do... Peter, I'm really sorry. Is this ruining the film for you? <laughs> I've got... I've, Yo, got... I've just actually made it to full following this. Alright, okay. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry, Peter. Put your fingers in your ears for this last bit I'm gonna dump, right? There's one bit in it, Dave, that they shouldn't put in it. You know, have you seen the trailer? Yeah. Dumped. Uh, Dumped. Dumped. Uh, just, <laughs> just before we cut me off, quick Abbey Road thing. Yes. Um, Paul and Ringo I'm so are going to be... I'm so sorry, Peter. I'm so sorry. Paul and Ringo are going to be at Abbey Road on the 26th of, of September. Why? They want me to go there? Yeah, yeah, to promote, obviously, Abbey Road, they're putting out a box set and a reissue. And when stuff, is that so coming they're... out? Um, well, they're going to be there on the 28th of September, so, um, uh, but the end, before the end of the year, anyway. If so. I had a little money, <laughs> it's a rich man's world. According to Ringo, that is. Ringo said he's coming over to do that with Paul. Uh, what, so. the, what the hell does Ringo know? But I will not be signing anything. Peace no, and love, no. Dave, exactly. thank you very much. Peter, I'm sorry for ruining that film. We're going to come to you straight after the news. Should give you time to forget it. 03-44-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, the vibe is slowly returning. 03-44-499-1000. Dear listener, this is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, 
I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan up Here we go, yes, sir. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. Good evening, Peter. You have just wasted my full night now. Sorry? You've just wasted my full night. What? Why? Why is that? Are you on speakerphone? <laughs> no, no. What is going on? Why? You, are you in the same room as your phone? What was when that? What? Did you just squeak one out? Aye, for you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I'm doing the same for you as a as a. <laughs> A tribute. So what do you mean I've wasted your whole night? What are you talking about? Well, I was ready to come in and speak about something else, and then you just pulled that yesterday thing out, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, okay. Well, um, I haven't given away the fact that um, they're all actually dead in the film, and it's it's like him, oh, he's, uh, they're in you heaven. You just wasted it for me, dude. It's like the Titanic. I didn't even know that song till last week. <laughs> Muppet. So what, did, <laughs> what, have you, what have you called in for, Peter? I actually just phoned in... Because I phoned in a couple of weeks ago and I was the Ian, uh, the, the guy that hated Lemmy. No one hated him, but the only Scottish guy that... Is your radio on? Aye. Like, two doors away. We can hear it! Do you want me to turn it off? Yes! Can you, can you still hear it? Yes, really? I can! It's really, really loud! Better? Yeah, that's better. Well done. I didn't think you'd hear it when it was in the yeah. living room when I was in my bedroom. Yeah, it's very, very loud. No, I turned it right down. Uh-huh. Right, well, now now we can't hear it. So, I thought, uh, well, this, yesterday, have, like, all these music Hello? films that's coming out, have you seen Rocketman? No. No? And... Bohemian Rhapsody, they're all amazing. Bohemian Rhapsody is not an amazing film. Oh, I quite liked it. Well, you're oh, wrong. Bohemian Rhapsody is an amazing film. It's one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Are you kidding me on? No, I'm not kidding you on, Sunshine. When are you back up in Glasgow so we can have a discussion? Oh, I'm up, we, might be coming up, we might be coming up later in the year or early next year. Oh, well, Ooh. we need to have that discussion. Oh, we will have a discussion. We assuming, will have that discussion, Mr. Lee. With our fists. It's a terrible the, film. The Babs and I am Jeez, why are you playing up to your own racial stereotypes? Come on, you're better than that. I'm no, I'm just saying how good these films are. <laughs> it's a stinky film. Uh, um, uh, the, the Elton John one I'm looking forward to a lot, though. Really? Oh, gee, what is... <laughs> uh, I, uh, I thought that was the worst title. Well, you obviously haven't got any taste in film. That's why you like Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, I could say the same thing for you because you don't like, you've not got any taste when you do these 80s um, nostalgia things. Um, 80s. If you remember it, so... Well, tell me something, tell me something I like or don't like that I'm supposed to do the opposite. Well, I could go on YouTube and see all these 80s nostalgia things that you did. I love the 80s. Mate, I did those, <laughs> mate, I did those in 2001 when I was desperate for cash. 2001 or 2000. Two minutes ago, you still done them. Yes, right. And, and, and what is your problem with me going on? I like 1982. 
Eurovision in 1982. Well, I did, I did, I did quite a few of the years. <laughs> did you have a bad uh, 1980s, Peter? Uh-huh. All right, okay. Mm. Triggering. But you send me, send me to being that she's a bad fellow. Okay, all right, but he, okay, all right, fine. Bohemian, all right, okay, if you like Bohemian Rhapsody, well then, that's great news for you. You've actually just gave up now, haven't you? I've, I've given up, <laughs> yeah, all right. Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody's a great film, you're right. Well, I'm not saying it's a great film, I'm just saying, like, I don't know why you think it's a really bad Because it's rubbish! It's rubbish about it. It, it's acted terribly, directed terribly, it's boring, it's factually incorrect. And you haven't seen Rocket Man yet? No! But well, Rocket Man is done like a musical! You just said, every word you have just said, keep them in your wee locker, like your locker, till you see that film then. I, I'm, I'm actually sending, um, hang on, weeknights between, I'm sending a really important email. It's how bored I am with your call. 10 p.m. You're always bored with my call. It's, well, yeah, what, what, and there you go, you can't use language like that. The that is button, not his first name. The dump button is gonna, uh, we're gonna have to get a new one. So, um, uh, Elaine put me in, in, in this and I've just emailed the person responsible for this. Uh, I, these things always strike me as quite sad. This, you'll find this quite sad. Everyone our age and our kids would find this quite sad, okay? It's a GoFundMe thing. Oh, I know. From uh, Violet Beauregard, from uh, Willy Wonka. It's sad, isn't it? Really sad. We are Joshua and... I've just emailed Josh. We are Joshua and Jasmine Nickerson, Denise Nickerson's only son and daughter-in-law. You may know Denise personally, or you may know her as Violet Beauregard from the 1971 movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or as Amy Jennings or Nora Collins from the 1960s vampire drama Dark Shadows. Or from many other shows or movies in the 60s and 70s. We are Denise's only immediate family and caretakers. Last year you may have heard that Denise suffered a severe stroke that caused extreme damage. It's been a long, hard year and we've been with her and caring for her every day since then. Jasmine quit her job to stay at home with her full time so she didn't have to live in a nursing home. We gave up over half of our income at that time and have done everything we can to survive. Joshua works a second job to float us for groceries and necessities. Ah, we found out in January we're pregnant with our first child due August the 26th. Um, Monday the 8th of July, Jasmine had an appointment to see a doctor for the baby. Josh drove up there and went back home to Denise. In the seven minutes we were gone, Denise got into her meds and took as much as she could. Josh stopped her and rushed her to the ER. At some point during this event, she aspirated and caught pneumonia. She was stabilised and kept for observation. Yesterday, the 9th of July, Denise suffered a massive seizure. This event paired with the weakness from the stroke uh, and pneumonia caused her to stop exhaling carbon dioxide from her body. She began, And it goes on. And it goes on. Um, uh, so on the 10th of July, we decided because... The machines and the medicines are not helping her. What day are we on today? We're on the 10th. Yeah. 11th, 10th, 10th. The 11th now. Just turning, yeah. We decided uh, because the machines and medicines are not helping her but only making her more uncomfortable, it's okay to stop administering these things to her. We don't know how much time she has. It could be minutes, it could be hours. But no matter what, she's already gone. We are sitting with her just trying to keep her comfortable and let her know it's okay. But we need help. 
This is the world we live in, man. We cannot afford to pay for death expenses. Although she had the fame and notoriety, there is no inheritance, no life insurance, no end-of-life nest egg, just our income, which isn't even enough. And Denise's wish is to be cremated and her ashes made into a piece of glass art. Gosh, wow. We will need to urgently pay for these things as well as need help with our home expenses, rent, bills, groceries. Jasmine is not working due to her caring for Denise. Should be a happy time with us, but we are both sick with worry and now losing Denise. Stress is harming us and putting our, da- our baby in danger. Isn't that sad? Terrible. Well, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in $50. I'm in $50. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Oh, yes, man. I'm, I'm in for $50. I've just messaged him to see if he wants to come on um, at some point and um, talk about his mum. If you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet the link. Sometimes we, we tweet these things. Um, been talking about your mum on our radio show. She brought a lot of magic to a lot of people and is well-loved over here in the UK. If you want to come on the show one night and chat about mum, And plug the link. I'd be very honoured. That doesn't sound mercenary, does it? No. It doesn't sound like, hey, it's $50, come on my show. So I don't want it to sound like that. I want it to say, you know, Violet Beauregard, man. What a spoiled little brat. Who was her dad? Was it Roy Kinnear? Was Roy Kinnear no, her dad? No, that was Veruca that was Salt's dad. Veruca Salt. Violet Beauregard's was uh, the the guy with the car salesman. Yeah, that was it. They were horrible. Mm-hmm. What a little brat. What yeah. a nasty family. She made me, well, not her directly, but the idea was put in my mind from that uh, stick hubba bubba behind my ear. Yeah, oh, and that's because you had to I have had your hair cut. cut out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... What, what, uh, let me just, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tweet the link in case you want to, um, oh, that's sad, isn't it? Isn't that sad? These thing, these, these, uh, these child actors, they, um, you know, once it ends, people say, hey, you, you, uh, did you play Violet Beauregard? Yeah, God, you must be loaded. No. It was, it was over 50 years ago. What are you talking about? Of course I've not got any money. Um, let's do that. Uh, let's do that. There we go. $50. Not a lot, but, uh, oh, they've raised nearly $5,000 in 12 hours. So, um, so that's, that's something. That's something. I'll tweet it as well. If you feel, um, if you feel up to it, you, you can do it. Right. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, here we go. I'm getting suspicious. Don't don't say you're receiving rude DMs. Your DMs are shut. Um, here we go. Here we go. People, 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 people. Um, uh, there we go. There we go. That that twat back. Just people. Oh, God, I hate people. I hate people. Oh, me. I don't believe anybody online. Uh, what have you got, Catherine Boyle? Police yeah. find a suspected felon yeah. after he passed wind so loudly he gave himself away. Uh-oh, that was how I'm going to get caught. 
That's what I'm going to get caught. As police were searching for a suspect wanted on drug possession, the hidden person's location was given away after they suffered from a bout of loud flatulence. Well, nerds can do that, can't they? That'll do it. Uh, if you've got a felony warrant for your arrest, the cops are looking for you and you pass gas so loudly it gives up your hiding spot, you're definitely having a poop emoji day. Hashtag it happened. The Clay County Sheriff's Office posted their Facebook page. The department also posted images of police dogs, which they used as part of their search methods in a wooded area in Liberty, Missouri. Uh, the city also got involved in the fart joke fun. On their Twitter account, they posted, Thanks to the Clay County Sheriff's Office for airing out a wanted person's dirty laundry and fanning the flames. The post continued, The Liberty Police Department was surprised to see this incident slip out, which stinks for the RSD. Fortunately, no one was injured during his arrest. We've got to give props to Liberty PD for using their senses to sniff him out, said the Sheriff's Department to uh, Fox 2 St. Louis. No name's been provided for the suspect and authorities have yet to release more information. Police say no one was injured during the arrest. Apart from his... Uh, can, you, can you hear the hoover? Listen. It's the hoover. Yes. Hiya! Hello, ladies! <laughs> I like this cleaner. The cleaners know. here are the, the best. smiliest... The best, ...loveliest man. women. The best. Um... Let's do a periscope. Let's do a periscope. Let's do it. Let's do a periscope. Um, uh, I don't. I don't understand what's what's going on. Right. Let's do a periscope. So we're going to do a periscope love bomb, and uh, we're going to find something because what we're getting is idiots on Twitter, idiots who are making stuff up and hearing stuff that isn't actually happening. We're getting idiots on uh, phoning in. We've got we're Anthony phoning in as Tommy again for the umpteenth time. You're not getting on, dude. You know, un- unlucky, but um, you're not getting on. It's just not. It's just not happening. Um, everyone, and just you know, listen. No one's. I'm not. I've I've not blocked anyone. Everyone, chill out, Annabelle. Just chill out. Everyone, chill out. Uh, you're making me sound like a person I'm really not. I'm not. I've, I've quoted very. I've spoken very accurately. Not quoted what has gone on. But I don't hold had, uh, hold any hard feelings. I've just found some of your tweets have been sexually aggressive towards Catherine, and 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 it's made me very uncomfortable. That's okay. Um, I don't believe you're reading, receiving rude and disgusting DMs from people who I don't know because you don't know because your DMs are shut. Sam, you're getting blocked because your tweets have been annoying all night and that one was slightly racist. It's great. It's fine. Twitter, isn't it? Right, so we're going to go on Periscope. We're going to see if we can find uh, a lonely person and see if we can... Tonight's show's not... I'm I'm giving tonight's show a three out of a million. Uh, it's not one of the greatest shows, but it's all right. You know, it's, it, 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 it will, it will do, but it's not, um, it's not one of the greatest. But so we, we, we're kind of using a few old, where is Periscope on my thing? Here it is. We're using a few old, you know, kind of hackneyed, slightly lazy, uh, things. Um, right. Here's a thing you can do. Buckle up. Let's go to a live broadcast. Let's just see if it takes us somewhere completely random. Oh, no, they've got 161 people. I don't really want those. Let's try. See, there's no one really doing it. Let's try. Um, okay, there's one called there's one called Chill Pings, but I don't know. Let's try this one. This is a different one. Hang on. Oh, I wanted to discover. Uh, yeah, he told me. Yeah. Um, like I, I had no idea who Rita was. Okay, um, I don't know. Uh, boring. Let's try chill things. 
Oh. Oh. I can see why he's called Chilled Tings. Why? He's got a joint stuck in his guitar head. <laughs> he's got a doobie on the go. There we go. He's got little doobs, little doobs on the go. Um, um, yeah, it's, uh, Honestly, the hoover through the window sounds like a bagpipe. It's better than the crap we've been churning out tonight. <laughs> um, who's this? We'll get, we'll get there. By the way, you can call in, guys, 0344-499-1000 if you want to. You'd be very welcome. Um, okay, there's not really a lot happening in the United Kingdom. There's not really a lot happening in here. Let's see if there's anything down here. Let's see. Ah, let's see what we've got out here. We head towards Maidstone. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? Okay, I'm Mark. When did you go? No, I'm showering today. I'm going to see if I can call in. No, I'm showering today. You missed it. Oh. I was early in the morning. 11 after the hub. Yesterday's stream was rowdy. We're not talking about yesterday's stream no more. Too late. The conversation's gone and dusted. Accept me. Come on. Come on, Tej. Come on, Tej. Accept me. Tejville, accept me. Harry. Hey, Tej. Yo, Tej, serious question. Go on. Let me see how serious. Hi, Tej. Accept me. me. I was on I'm a Celebrity. I came third. Leon Lee. Leon Lee? Man's got... Did you didn't even send me the request? I did. Do it again. I don't give a shit. What? Oh. Well, I say, how rude. He does, he does really. I don't Maybe use... Maybe he's an Amir fan. <laughs> I don't use the I'm a Celebrity card too often, and I can see why now. It appears to... <laughs> the sheen appears to have worn off it ever so slightly, it has to be said. <laughs> <laughs> um, cookies and milk... Well, that sounds wholesome. It doesn't it, yeah. Yeah, no. I was blocked. Okay, blocked by the broadcaster. Okay. <laughs> Let's try um, this. There's going to be swears. <laughs> There's going to be swears. Uh, let's, I tell you what, let's go. Oh, what's, what's this over here? Everyone's smoking a hookah. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go to the United States of America. Okay, it's a bit of a more reasonable time of the day. But it's also a country where they bandy the N word around quite a lot. Let's go. To, let's go over here. Oh, 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 oh. Let me see. I forgot what I was gonna say. Shit. Oh yeah. What a fool believes. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. I'm the only person watching this. To be the stool, and some people were meant to be the pigeon. And sometimes you're the stool, and sometimes you're the pigeon. Mm. It's okay. God created me the way he created me. 
and she's about to put click share. I'm 55 years old. She's starting to my God, and can we consent? No what you say about me, or what he says about me, or he says about me, I still have my soul. Okay. And I don't have to walk around incognito or afraid of what people might say. Or no. Oh, no, 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 it's not doing it for me, man. Uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, isn't it funny? Sometimes you just get those shows where nothing quite works. And that's okay. That's okay. Let's see. That's uh, Manhattan. I like the look. That's Ms. Rosado. Um, sometimes you just, the shows don't work and that's fine and we can uh, we just chalk it down to experience um, let's see let's see bear with me we're just trying to find somebody on Periscope that we can go and join I wonder if Periscope is kind of dying oh compassion bible study mm-hmm. what we've noticed in the last few is that people are using it just to talk to their mates rather than on the phone yeah that's like a little bit instead of facetiming or whatever that's a little bit strange that's a little we're going to go over here we go um mm-hmm. there's a lot of um basketball games being streamed um, and religious, oh, here we go. This could be something. No viewers. This could be something. Come on. Connect. It might not be something, but it could be something. Right, the phone's up. But people are saying that they've tried to phone. Sheila says, you asked for callers, I phoned. No reason I should be blocked, or is Haunted Kath blocking energy again? Well, I guess the phones aren't working. Um, I guess the phones aren't working. Uh, there's not really a lot. Uh, well, unless they email me and I we phone out. No, uh, I, I don't know. We've got Sheila's number, aren't we, in the system? Mm, the, the, people, if phone, can you can you phone on your phone and just see if it comes up? You can go and do it out there. All right. Ay, 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 ay. Tempted just to go home. I mean, it really, uh, silence would be better than the. Oh gosh, what is this? No, that's inappropriate. That is inappropriate. We're not looking that. Um. So we've got a guy, an old guy with big beard, glasses. I think he's on an aeroplane. No, he's in a car. Okay, that was boring. Mm-hmm. Let's try this one. So the phone's not working. I mean, what a world. Phones are not working. Jesus, what, what am I doing here? Right. <laughs> Can you fault report it? That's not you. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Who's this? It's me. So the phones aren't working. Ray. Yeah, who are you? The phone. Well, well, my phone's working. It's Ray, Panath Beach Fishing Correspondent. Yes, Ray! Authorization, authorization pending with a nice story, Bill. Okay, here we go. Well, I was down here 
fishing Monday evening, and there was a family sat uh, nearby me, and yes. uh, they had a son of about, I don't know, six or seven, and he was paddling, yeah. and a plastic Coke bottle came floating by, and he waded in to get it, and all the time he was trying to grasp it, he was saying, save the turtles, save the turtles. Right and I thought that was such a lovely thing. And by the way, I did uh, send you a self-produced track via the gift of the uh, text message, as I don't do Twitter. Oh, we don't, um, I can't get them from text messages. Well, I sent you the link on it, but... Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't do, I, yes, I can't do links from text messages, I'm afraid. It don't, it don't work like that in this system. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, can we have uh, Kath's mic open, please, Amy? Can we have Kath's mic open? Yeah, so so the, phone the phone's not working. No, it's it, the music. The whole music was playing, but I wasn't showing up. <laughs> oh, I know. Don't send the email now. Send the email in the morning. Yeah. What's the point of me coming in to do a phone-in show if the phones don't work? I know, and it's been steadily getting worse. <clears throat> Right. Let's take a break, please, Amy. Thank you. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Phones aren't working. That would explain the lack of vibe and I don't know the lack of calls. That's what that that would explain that. Yeah. <laughs> I just sent an email to the boss saying, "Is there any point in me coming in to do this? You know, I, I, I don't mind. I, I I don't mind waiting until you fix them. But I know other shows, you know, don't have don't take as many phone calls as us, and that's fine. And that's how they do. And it's if you you got guests in and stuff, it's fine. But we're a phoning show. Yeah." I don't want to get all precious. And then the one call we just had has just dropped off. What a world. What a world. What a world. What a world. It also explains why people think we're ignoring their calls, right? So the yeah. phone sounds like it's ringing. You right. get the hold music, but you don't show up on the system, so you don't exist. Ah, uh, yeah, we go. Annabelle, okay, right. Well, you, you weren't lying, correct. You did try to phone in. Excellent. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But the rest of my um, complaints and, uh, are true, and I didn't say that you changed your name to the mirror. So I'm not having an argument on, on Twitter, okay? I'm not having an argument. Some of your tweets have made me feel uncomfortable. That's true as well. Mm. There we go. Look. Oh, this is ridiculous. Paul's just tweeted. He was on hold for 12 minutes. Wow. That is that is cruddy. Hi. That is that is cruddy. Can I speak to Ian, please? You're speaking to Ian. Lee. You're live on the radio now. Oh, great. I'll turn my radio off. Please do. Thank you, sir. What have you got for us tonight, David? I'd just like to see um, what a great show it is like. I like the show like an... Um, well, you played me favourite theme tune like that. 
Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Tonight's not been a great show, <laughs> but I'm glad you're enjoying oh. it. You played me favourite tune to the Fall Guy. I love it. Oh, it's a great song, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you. Enjo- I'm glad a, you enjoyed it. I bought the TV series on DVD. Does it stand the test of time? Yeah, it does. Well, then there you go. Everyone's having a great. Everyone's having a great time. Everyone's watching stunts, uh, and I'm I'm excited for you, and I am happy for you. Can I come round and watch it? Yeah, definitely. Nice one, man. Thank you. All right. Anything else, David? Um, I was going to ask you, did you watch that, did, uh, that um, with Boris Johnson and Hunt last night? Did you watch that on the telly, did you? No, we had, it on in, we had it on in the background. We could hear it, but it was just two smug uh-huh. gits who were better than you and better than me, uh-huh. just um, yeah. waving their tiny metaphorical Eton willies around. That's all it was. Uh-huh. I think we're in the mess, to be honest, aren't we? We're, mate, we're screwed, Dave. We need the full guy as the Prime Minister. Uh Uh-huh, we do. I don't fancy either of them, to be honest, I don't. Um, no, I I think, mate, we're in in a terrible situation, but we've got, we're going to get the Prime Minister that we deserve. A Uh self-serving scumbag. Uh-huh. I wish Theresa May was staying. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. Well, Dave, thank you very much for that. 03444991000. Listen, here's the thing. If you're on hold... For more than 30 seconds, put the phone down. We can't see you. We can't see you. We've got to wait, wait. Let's explain. Let's explain. So we've got, I've got a, a system here called, uh, uh, what's it called? Phone box. Which, uh, it used to be good 10 years ago. It used to be great. Uh, then they tried to add too many features to it, and now it's pony. Uh, and I have 10 lines. Line number 10 is now being used by Amy to wake up the engineers again who must hate this show. Tough. I hate not having, um, phones. Um, and, uh, I have seen, uh, 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 oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, uh, dear, oh dear, oh me. That woman is seriously insane. She's back, she's back on the bottle. She's back on the bottle. Um, here's the, uh, 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 here's the thing. So I've got ten lines in front of me, and uh, I, all, all night I've seen basically two, li- one line full with um, th- these prank callers, and uh, I'll take calls straight to air, and at most two lines full. And that should have set my spidey senses off, thinking, oh, maybe there's something wrong. But of course my low self-esteem made me think no one wants to call the show. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. <coughs> you're on the air. Are you going to say anything or not? Why did you haunt me? Why didn't you... Sorry? Absolute sicko. Why did you block me? Who was it? I don't know. I didn't hear. (coughs) What have you got, Catherine? I have got uh, this. A restaurant adds uh, a quirky my girlfriend is not hungry option uh, to menu for couples. So this is for people you go out on a date... Uh, only to find when you get to the restaurant your date is not uh, hungry but she'll have a few of your chips yeah that scenario okay okay mama's diner north rock uh little rock arkansas has added a very special unusual offering to their menu and they call it my girlfriend is not hungry the hilarious promotion is listed under the side dishes on the menu and it allows the person to add a few extra items of food to their order for their friend or partner to steal slash here we enjoy. go i mean right. For an additional four twenty-five dollars uh, or three thirty-eight pounds, you can choose to add extra French fries to your main dish, as well as two fried chicken wings or three fried cheese sticks. Actually, that would do me. 
Well, this is why you're into this, because you're always nip- nicking stuff off my plate. Also, American portions are massive. I can never do a full oh, American dinner. So with the first time you, you get to New York, and the first full day, and you order breakfast, and you go, oh, yeah, it's this, yeah, isn't it? I love it. Breakfast, and you're done for the rest of the day. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you have breakfast, skip lunch, and you have a, you have a massive dinner. Done. Facebook username Size Nick. Size your logs, though. <laughs> they do go a bit funny, and yeah. especially with the heightened pe- uh, t- uh, toilet yeah. water. Nick Chisler was among the first to spot the offering at the restaurant and quickly snapped a photo which has since gone viral. Thousands have liked and shared the pictures with so many tagging their significant others and praising the dinner, diner for the quirky deal. One person commented, best menu I've ever seen. Another wrote, finally, someone got it right. This restaurant gets me, added a third user. Petition for every restaurant to do this proclaimed someone else. However, not everyone was quite so impressed with the idea as it, others branded it sexist and one-sided. Oh, because it said girlfriend. Oh. According to Eater, Mama D's isn't the first American Mama res- restaurant to offer this kind of deal. They explain that J-Dub, a restaurant in Oregon, and the Hop Spot in New York offer an option to add extra fries to your order, while Wisconsin-based Tangled Hickory will give you extra chips and onion rings. Uh, similarly, the Tipsy Coyote in Scottsdale, Arizona, titled their entire salad menu, My Girlfriend's Not Hungry. Wow. There you go. Incredible. And now I'm looking at their menu, and it looks mighty fine. I'm so hungry. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Why did you block me? Because you're a twat. That's why I blocked you. Because you're an idiot. That's why I blocked you. And if I ever find you, you're in big trouble, 1692. That's why I blocked you, 1692. Let's go to... We can only go to line one, as that seems to be the only line that's functioning. Hello, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kat. Hello. What you got for us, caller? Yeah. Well, you saw the film, was it yesterday, the other, the other, was it the other day or whatever? As, what? Saw so yesterday, the you other day. You saw the film yesterday. No, I saw it last week. Okay, whatever. Um, I was thinking that because of that, the film was like somebody went back and listened to a group or band that didn't exist, as they said, and whatever. Yeah, you've really grabbed the concept <laughs> of it well, yes. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm thinking of, is there a if there, if what if it was the other way around? Is there is there a band or group or music today that you could take back to the past and kill that them. would still work? Oh, uh, Michael Bublé. No, you take Michael Bublé back to the fifties, he'd be huge. Yeah, forget the 50s. What about the 60s or 70s? Oh, sorry. When you said back in time, I thought you meant I could pick a time. I didn't realise you had a very specific two decades. Um, yeah, well, I didn't say that, though. Michael Bublé? You could take him <laughs> back to the 60s. He'd you make could, a killing. You could. Yeah. Bublé's you know. the greatest. No, but forget Bublé. Forget, uh, forget, oh, oh, okay. Oh, so you just, it's, when you said back in time, you had a very specific time window. And when you said group or artist, you meant everyone apart from Michael Bublé. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've got one. All right, I've got one. I've got Why one. Didn't you say so? I've got one. Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that, yeah. yeah. He's the same as Bublé! He's exactly the same as Bublé! No, but, no, but, they're copying, oh, yeah, they're copying the past, mate, so, yeah. Yeah. Is there any modern sort of, uh, Jamie Cullen? Jamie <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> um, you could, um, oh. okay, let's have oh, a thing. Oh, Winehouse. Winehouse. Can you take dead people oh. back? Yes. All right. Music, yeah. We'll take, we'll take, uh, dead, we'll take living Winehouse back. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would work. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, so you haven't you haven't got any yourself? No, you never do, do you? What? Beg your pardon. How dare you? How rude. Paloma Faith. I bet they'd like her. She's a showwoman. Um. I don't know what I don't know a Paloma Faith song. I'm afraid I know I'm aware of her bubbly, lively personality, mm-hmm. and I bet she's a wonderful human being. But I don't know a Paloma Faith song. No, um, we got artists. I can't think of. Oh, um, status quo. Yeah, but they were back in the sixties and seventies anyway. Let's take them back. They can they can jam with themselves. That's have I got this concept? Have I got this concept right? I haven't got a clue what this concept is. I know I invented it. Oh, so Rolling Stones no now. Oh no, that wouldn't work. Of course it would. The they, Rolling Stones now. Back they in weren't time. any old man rockers then. Now they've got old man rockers. <clears throat> That'd be a novelty. No, that would no, that wouldn't work. Of course it would. I don't know any. I mean, no. um, um, oh, uh, there you go. What's the answer? Taylor Swift. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll let you can have that. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yep, yeah, Harry Styles. No. Bieber. Oh, they would. They'd love him. Justin Bieber. Bieber. No. Yeah. They would be screaming no. for those boys. Stop saying no. You name one then. Um. Okay. Um. Uh, oh. God. Thanks for your call. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, some people, some technical bods have picked up on the fact that there are huge gaps between sometimes when we come back from an ad break in the jingle. We've explained this before, but you might have missed it. It's because it kind of happens from about half eleven, midnight after midnight, and it's because the computer system we're using, I think it's being run uh, on a Commodore 64, it then starts loading up all of the adverts and all of the jingles and everything for the next 24 hours, and it slows everything down. So that's what the huge gaps are. Uh, it's not anyone's fault. It's just a, a flaw in the um, system. Um, and the phones don't work. That's because someone cut some corners somewhere, in either in installing it or buying a cheap, crappy system. And I, what, what can I do? What can I do? It's a phone and show. My skill, the, what, the only thing I am, in inverted commas, good at is hosting a phone show. We haven't got phones. You might as well get um, Chuckles the Monkey in to do it. Who's actually filling in for us tomorrow. That's a joke. It's Rufus tomorrow. Um, but it's a phone-in show, man. It's a phone-in show. And tonight's show, and I apologise, tonight's show has been lacklustre and has been disappointing and is, I'm going to say it, dull. Uh, but we'll get some good bits. But it's, it's been dull. Uh, and, and that's partly um, technical. Partly significantly a technical thing. If I see calls come up, I'm going to take them, grab them straight to air. So if you want to try it, you can. But if you wait for more than 30 seconds, you're on hold for more than 30 seconds, then hang up. Yeah. Um, and also, I get it totally if you don't want to pick up the phone because you think, well, why am I going to pick up the phone? It's going to cost me money. It, it may be free for some of you, but I, I get it. It's a faff. And if you don't want to call in, I totally get you don't want to call in. Uh, five seconds time, I don't want to be sat here. You know, doing a show that is, um, is subpar. Thank you, Paul. Paul's saying nice, uh, nice words. Um, here we go. Here we go. Where is it? Here we go. Flight attendants, uh, reveal the nine most annoying things passengers do. Flight attendants are grasses. 
they do this, uh, they do this a lot, this, um, this thing of, um, uh, the, uh, the thing I hate about passengers. <laughs> okay. Number one, keeping their headphones in during beverage service. Why would I take my, why would I take my headphones off? Why would I, why, why? One of the most annoying things is definitely when they have their headphones in when you're coming to offer them their snacks and their drinks. You're repeating stuff or saying things to the row over and over. It's your job. Deal with it. Being impatient about getting rid of trash. I've never seen people, this is the Delta, Delta. I've never seen people just be so adamant like I need to get this out of my hands to the point where they're almost tossing it at you. I think this flight attendant has had a bad day. Yeah. I will hold it and, or, you know, if I finish and there's ages away from cleaning, I'll buzz and say, can you, um, yeah, because you can can't, you attend? Because you want to put your table back up. Or they're walking all the way to the back of the plane to hand you their trash. Yeah. So they're helping you out. Not obeying the seatbelt light. I think one of the biggest, the biggest one for me, says a United Airlines flight attendant, is when people don't take the seatbelt sign seriously. I don't respect the seatbelt sign. As soon as we, as soon as we are, we've touched down, even if we're moving, that seatbelt comes off. I can do it silently. I don't respect the seatbelt sign. I don't respect it. What does it do? What, what does it do? It's for if you crash. That's all it is. It's all the seatbelt is for. It's for if you crash, they can identify your bodies by looking at the, uh, is it the manifest? The pa- yeah. That's it. So you, if, if you, if you crash and you don't have your seatbelt on, you'll be at the other end of the plane. There'll be people, bodies everywhere. If you've got your seatbelt on and you crash, you go right, 36C. Okay, that's Tony uh, Miller, 36B. That's his mom, uh, Cheryl Miller. That's all it's for. You know, that's why they um, make you lift the blinds when you're landing. Why? In case anything happens on the way down. They can look in and see if anyone's alive in there. Oh, really? Oh. Is that what that's for? Mm. And that's what the um, brace position is for. We put your head between your legs is to protect your teeth for dental records. It's not for your safety. I, I hate to break it to you guys. It's not for your safety. Um, uh, seatbelt, seriously. It's one thing for a grown woman or grown man to stand up. And you've got to do what you've got to do if you've got to go to the bathroom or something. But a lot of times it'll be pretty bumpy and they'll let their two-year-old just stand up and wander around the aircraft. Grow up. Playing musical chairs with seat assignments. The most annoying thing passengers do, so is the engineers phoning in, so tempted to answer it and just scream. The most annoying thing passengers do is when they play musical chairs and just kind of decide where they're going to sit instead of following a seat number on a boarding pass. Sometimes they think it's free for all seating and we definitely have assigned seats. I'm going to say it, right? Those internal flights in America, you can they are grumpy on there. Yeah, but you but can they, sit wherever you want. Yeah, but also they have been back and forth all day, haven't they? Tough. And they are grumpy. Tough. Is that him phoning up to tell us the phones are working? Right, and, and when's it, when's it going to break next time? Jesus, that's it. Did he apologise? Did he say anything? No. Just phones are working now. Thanks, Chris. Oh, great, we've got six minutes of the show to go and the phones are working. Brilliant. Brilliant. We're in. We're in. Yes, we've got six minutes of the show and the phones are working. This is brilliant. Right. 
There we go. Here we go. The phones are working. We got six minutes of the show, guys. Sorry. Five minutes of the show, guys. And now the phones are working. Here we go. Yes, man. Right. 0344. Forget that. Computer's closed. That's gone. Forget the, the, the flight attendants. Here we go. 0344-499-1000. Come on, guys. Yeah, here we go. We got a phone call. Let's take these phones. The phones are working. Line one, the phones are working. Hello, it's Paul Ross. I don't think the phones are working. But, Paul, you're banned from this show and you know it. You're banned. <laughs> here we go. We got, a, we got a phone call. Let's go to line, uh, line okay. one. The phones are working. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. Let's ca- carry on. 0344-499-1000. The phones are working, guys. This is awesome news. We've got four minutes of the show left. Uh, and we've Phone got- up and say goodbye. Here we go. The phones is working. Goodbye, line one. Line one. Hello. Goodbye. Are you there, man? Yeah. Uh, let's go. This is great. We got a show now. Now we got a show, guys. Now we got a show. Line two. Goodbye. Goodbye. Line uh, three. Goodbye, line three. It's Paul here. The phones are still working. <laughs> You're banned. How's he getting through? <laughs> um, hello. Uh, goodbye, line two. There we go. You see, the phones are working. Let's go to uh, line three. Goodbye, line three. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Phone phone up and say goodbye to the show. It's as simple as that. We have got phones for the last four minutes of a phone-in show. And what difference it makes? What a difference a phone makes means we can take some calls on a phone-in show. Ah, yeah. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We have got three minutes of show and we've really, we, we really got to squeeze as many of these phone, uh, phone calls as we can. We want to say goodbye to everyone. We want to say goodbye to everyone. Uh, we're not here tomorrow night. We're off to see Kiss to see the ridiculous overpriced Kiss. Po- probably for the last time. Never going to see Kiss and then Friday we're off to see Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Young. That's how they both, uh, how they both talk. That's how, um, it works. Let's, uh, let's say goodbye to line five. Goodbye, line five. Goodbye. There we go, you see. At last, someone gets it. Someone gets it. Let's say goodbye to line six. Goodbye, line six. Yeah, goodbye to you. Oh! <laughs> 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 That's the call of the night. That is the call of the night. Wowzers. What a night. The, the call of the night is a really grumpy man saying, yeah, goodbye to you too. <laughs> <laughs> See, this bit's fun. This bit's fun. It's just, it's just the two hours and 53 minutes leading up to it. <laughs> come in, Paul, please. Love of God. We've been wanting you to come in for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's like going up to, and I'm going, I'm going to compare myself to Picasso. It's like going to Picasso. <laughs> I'm doing it. It's like going to Picasso and going, can you, could you paint us a picture? Not a problem. Where are the paints? Oh, no, no, we've got no paints. Brushes? No, 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 no. But the phone's working. 
I phoned twice to let you know, and you said goodbye to me. <laughs> and now I'm barred, apparently, from my own building. <laughs> You're blacklisted. I own the building now, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounded good, though, and a kiss tonight, then. Kiss tonight, yeah, yeah, the O2, right at the back. There's a, a lesser-known song of theirs I loved in the early 80s. I wonder if they do it called Radioactive. Do you know that song of theirs? It That's was a, a minor solo single. Gene Simmons song. Oh, is it? It's a great did, song. Uh, she's radioactive, yeah. she's very selective. <laughs> that doesn't... It's a, yeah, it's a cracker. It's a cracker. It's a good one, that whole album. No brain American way. Yeah, yeah, it's good. What have you got on your... Well, got, sorry, Paul, I've got to say goodbye to someone. Oh, okay. Quickly say goodbye to someone. Goodbye, line one. Goodbye. Oh, bye. <laughs> so uh, hard to say goodbye sometimes. Go goodbye. <laughs> but, but, but it's not the hardest thing to say. Sorry is the hardest. <laughs> uh, goodbye, line two. It's a yes word from me. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Paul, what is on your show tonight? Wise words. Well, with no disrespect to Kath, um, the show is slightly smutty tonight. Yep. We oh. are talking about Nude Fest, the Naturism Festival this weekend in the UK. Oh, okay, yeah. Photograph in the papers uh, you may have seen uh, yesterday morning. We're also going to be speaking to a woman who describes herself as one of... This isn't what we normally do on the show, but I thought it was interesting. She describes herself, I'll tell you in a moment, she's off to America for a couple of conventions. Yeah. One is a Las Vegas spanker spanky convention. Okay, oh, yes. The other is elsewhere in America, a pro-dom convention. She describes herself as Britain's leading dominatrix. Wowzers. So okay. we're talking to her on the programme as well. All that and Josh Rom. Mr. Showbiz Insider. Oh, okay. That's Interesting good. show. Sounds like a very, very sexy show. Goodbye. Uh, let's go to uh, <laughs> line one. Goodbye, line one. <laughs> They've gone. There we go. Uh, goodbye, line two. Goodbye, kids. Have a frustrating time with Bob Dylan. <laughs> we'll be frustrated. We'll be frustrated. I'm done. We're out of here. We will be back on Monday. You've got Rufus Hound tomorrow night, but stay tuned. Coming up after one, it's Paul Ross. This is Talk Radio.